Welcome, everybody, to the Hello. Campfire Podcast. I don't need to welcome Just... you, Greg. You're you're a host on the podcast. I'm kind of welcoming oh. the listener. Oh, I just wanted to say hello to time? everybody. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, welco- I'm not welcoming you guys. You you guys are the help. So we're on. Why I welcome the help? I thought we. Were I don't think that's uh, appropriate like, nowadays. Hey, how y'all doing? You should have a little bit more respect. I legitimately thought it was to- it was directed to us. Yeah, I've got my four assistants here. Leaves a sour taste in my mouth now that it's not. <laughs> uh, sorry, hang on, listeners. I I, I got to deal with something. Hey, hosts, welcome to the Broken Campfire Podcast. Oh, oh, hey, thanks, man. Hey, you too. Hey. You too, man. I love doing this with you. Oh, uh, that was a little weird. I mean, we're on the show every week, man. But whatever. We got we got John, Flash, Greg, Vita. We got a full full crew tonight, ready to discuss video games and other media over the last couple weeks. And so I'm sure everybody's going to have just bang out, knock out, amazing round tables. I mean, you guys had two weeks to prepare. You had two weeks. It might knock you out, yeah. Might knock us out. Yeah, everybody's everybody's beaten at least one video game. I know this. Uh, That's kind of cringe. I was thinking more like three or four. But yeah, I mean, at least one. And and definitely everybody's got the true ending, too. Like, not just like, Mm. you know. The easy ending. Hmm. Well, yeah, we don't do that. Yeah, and, and hopefully whoever did get the true ending can verify it by another witness that's on this podcast that that happened, because otherwise nobody's going to believe you. <laughs> well, I don't know about that last bit. But, um, yeah, so what's going on? What's going on, Vito, is that in case you didn't know, uh, you can reach the podcast at brokencampfire at gmail.com or on Twitter at brokencampfire. Right on. Really? Yeah, I don't know if you guys knew that. Huh. Vito did. Our ever sure. active Twitter, please give it a follow. It's yeah, constantly updated. We got? I'm email. We get an email today? We got a and so, uh, today? Sorry, John, we just don't have time to answer that question, but what we do have time for is to start our first roundtables. John? Oh, okay. Well... That's a shame. We'll get to it next week. Maybe uh, get to a, a viewer question. Um, what do we do in the last two weeks? You know, it's been it's been such a gray mess outside. I feel like that's how my memory is of these last two weeks. Um, no dog, I, I haven't left my apartment since Monday night. You know, there hadn't been a lot going on. But I'll tell you, we played, and I don't want to talk too much about the first part because we talked about it to death, but played a little bit of Divinity the other day. But while we were doing that, we had a little cinematic experience. We all got together and watched Spider-Man uh, No Way Home. Oh, I fucking oh, I forgot, forgot about I, this. I, I forgot we watched that. <laughs> I would I certainly we say Divinity while I, watching I would certainly it. say that I saw like highlights of Spider-Man Far From Home, you know, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and this was, uh, so yeah, we, we got a, a movie and a game at the same time. Yeah, we, we, were playing our, we were playing our seven-man run while in our second monitors. We Plenty had, of time we to watch. Like 480p at best rip of Spider-Man Far From Home <laughs> with, with like hard-coded subtitles no and hard-coded advertisements. For Knoxville said, he said, hey guys, there's a good rip, <laughs> good quality you know rip of Spider-Man. Uh, I don't think he said good quality. I think he said it was not shaky cam. 
I, here's my take on this. You know, I, I think you guys are fucking. Wording. Well, not you guys. I think Vito is being a snob. I think <laughs> ten years ago, that's that's. I mean, that's what you would have seen in theaters. You know, more more or less. Yo, uh, I remember. I remember when my dad or uncle or somebody pirated for us Revenge of the Sith when I was a kid. The movie before its release, and it was and the version game. Dude, no, it wasn't shaky cam, but it was like a legitimate reviewer copy. It was I've never seen anything like it since, but like it had seriously like not like both the top. It was, it was first off, it was like really small widescreen, so like black bars, huge black oh, bars, how they watermarks and stuff on it, and like missing special yeah, effects. Yeah, well, yeah, kind of, and like the, <laughs> both the top and the bottom row, like the very at the very top and the bottom of the visible screen, like where the actual picture was. Had just like rows of numbers that were like counting off time and incrementing throughout. Uh, and that yes. thing. Yeah, I remember those. Flask, Flash, I know, I know Flask will side with me. I, the Spider Man movies oh are my favorite God. among the Marvel movies. I get, I, I do actually enjoy watching Spider Man movies. Flash. I know they're not, they're not whatever cinema, but they're, they're fun and I like them. So I what was do you excited. Mean side with. Well, you're gonna, we're taking we're taking sides here. Vito, we're taking sides Vito, here. There's going to be a lot. Yeah, there's going to be a fight. Real quick. Vito refused to finish the movie because he didn't think that the viewing experience was up to par uh, to his standards. Well, I first off, say, I didn't I even want to watch it. I want to commend Knoxville because he doesn't even have a second monitor. He was just playing that <laughs> in a smaller screen <laughs> on yeah, literally on Divinity, and that's how he was watching it. And uh, you know, God I didn't bless. hear one peep out of him. In fact, he was guys... on the movie the whole time. <laughs> you just might as well have not such low watch the movie though. at that point, dude. I watched the movie more than I was playing Divinity. It was fun. Well, that was the, that was my problem. It was, very... it was like in order to absorb anything that was happening in the movie you know and and not be distracted by the ads that were popping up the the oh shadow people walking across that the screen one shadow the, person the one links, ad the links to gambling websites a popping few times, up a few times and well, also there was one you know, link not, to be fair it was, it was one Spider-Man? link a few times uh yeah, I wasn't able to pay attention to Divinity at all, and all right, I actually well, did want to watch, watch that movie. Yeah, I, probably, I also you know, called BS. Divinity, we were like literally half we hour in tears. If we didn't have the movie on, I would have been bored to tears. <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I wanted to watch. I want to watch that movie in true quality. It seems like yeah, it's I, got good re- reviews. I, and look, I, I get think it. You like, guys, it's, it, it's a good movie, and like better than like all the other Marvel movies. What, Let's just say it's better than all the other Marvel movies, dude. I thought it was awesome. Let's just say it's the best Marvel movie. I, I really liked it. I'm not sh- shit on. I think it was the best Marvel for me. Movie, but I, for I me, liked it's still it a, a fucking, it's still a fucking Marvel movie. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, it's hard for me to like right, care about it like I would. That's fine, like, I, you, you uh, kind of, Roger like, like, Ebert. R- r- all right, look, any fucking Marvel movie is going to start with like, you know, the same. It, it's all the same formula. You know what I mean? Uh, At the see, end of I'm the day. in the middle of you guys. I don't care if this was like a. Martin Scorsese, a Tarantino. I don't give a shit, dude. Like, I don't know. That stuff doesn't matter to me. As long as I can. Yeah, like, I'm the same. Not even wrong. That. I'm not saying that's like the optimal way or like I'm getting everything the movie has to offer, but like, I'm getting enough of it. I see what's going on. I see what's going on. I can hear him. 
Yeah, I couldn't. You know what? I have a, I have like, I don't know, sensory overload. Like I actually need to. Well, I can understand talked about that. This before. We actually, we've mentioned this. I need to watch like everything with subtitles, like everything. Well, I do like subtitles. See, I'm, I'm almost the opposite though. I think of you in some ways because I very, very, very rarely do I actually just watch something. It's almost hard for me just like just to put on a movie and only do that. I have to be doing something else and then having that movie on. I really don't watch a lot of anime because I, I like the subtitles on. Uh, yeah, I'll have to be playing a game and have the movie on, or even like reading a book and have the movie on. It's very hard for me just to watch a movie. But like, I don't know, doing it like that is ideal for me. I guess it doesn't take anything away. But I, yeah, I obviously, I, I know that's not. not really, but I, 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 I guess I, I do that with a lot of things, but like it really just depends on if I like feel like it is deserving of that kind of attention, you know? Um, and what I mean is, if like if it's if it's deserving like a lot of attention, like a new Tarantino movie, I will just sit there and enjoy the movie. I mean, I'll be able to, like fucking around on my phone probably like yeah. most people. A, you know what I mean? It's a movie for idiots like Spider Man. No, but I tried. I tried to watch. You did. You know, you did. I wanted to be one of the boys. I don't want. You know, I I tried to be a part of it, but like midway through, I was like, I can't focus on the movie because I don't, you know, I, there's no subtitles, the quality's terrible, I want to watch this the right way, and I'll, I'll watch it the right way one day. It was but like then, 720p. Yeah, I, I thought it was funny overall. I'm not mad. I don't know yeah, no, 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 I thought it was funny overall. That was funny overall. That was a funny story. Uh, that, was, that was Spider-Man, uh, Turn Off the Dark. <laughs> uh, in other movie news, probably around the same caliber as Spider-Man, and I, I don't, it's been two weeks, I don't think I talked about this. We watched a couple of the Ghoulie movies, uh, the series Ghoulies. I don't know if yeah, anyone else pretty good I, never, you know, featuring the Ghoulies. I had never heard of this series I before. I never heard of it either. Uh, it's kind of pretty much just like a ripoff. Well, you know, here's the thing, all right, I didn't see the first movie. From my understanding, it's a movie called Ghoulies, sort of like a ripoff of the Gremlins. And there's they're, they're like the three or four little like puppet kind of creatures that cause mayhem and, and destroy stuff. Think they're, Three Stooges. Well, hold on. In the first movie, <laughs> they're they're barely in it. It's like they show up in like the end, and they're like these puppets that get summoned. And they don't really do anything. They're kind of background characters. In the second movie, they're in full prominence. It's like gremlins are causing mayhem. A little bit more violent. They're killing people. Oh. The third movie goes straight up. Three Stooges. It's like a, a weird, like, like literally three like Stooges. comedy. Like yeah, like, like they're, they're bonking each other in the eyes, and they're you know hitting their noses and stuff. And then the like, fourth movie, which we didn't watch yet, seems to be a a different movie with like footage from the first movie cut into it, and they're calling it Ghoulies oh. Four. Oh man, we gotta watch that. I mean, how can we not watch that? That's the, oh. uh, the that's the one with the. Uh, the first movie is the ghoulie in the toilet on the cover. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, totally cool. He's like their leader. He, he's like their main ghoulie. I cannot overstay enough how annoying the ghoulies three slapstick humor is. Because like, it, it's not. I'm not just telling you it, it's like Three Stooges. It's they are literally doing bits from the Three Stooges. Like one person is like not like knocking the other ones, and like the one guy does the. Nah, 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 nah. You know, curly thing or whatever. You know, it's crazy. But they're puppets still. Oh, they're it's puppets. not. It's not they're just puppets. for like one scene. Like, I'm not saying that they only do Three Stooges bits, but they carry that. I, I fell asleep, but at least through like the 45 minutes or an hour I saw it, it was like two or three scenes they were doing shit like that. 
Yeah, when we're was also in the third, the third one. They're in college. Uh, I want to say, you know, I gotta look it up. I want to say late '80s, but in the third one, oh, the Three okay. Stooges one, they they're in college too. So because I was gonna say there was a weird Three college. Stooges revival in like the early '90s. I want to say where they had a resurgent popularity. They uh, got released, I think maybe. Yeah, so maybe that just happened to land in a time when Three Stooges were popular again. Uh, it's definitely possible. I, I remember that era. Very, of very. The I 90s. mean, each Ghouli movie is just very that, different from the others. That doesn't make it any better, but it certainly <laughs> explains more. Gives it historical context, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's the Ghouli series. If you're looking for something, if you if you watch Gremlins and you're like, I wish I had more. <laughs> I, I wish I had like, was, like a lower quality percentage. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um. And then moving on to video game uh, stuff, I I don't know, I think I might have talked about this briefly, but I, I beat the game. Uh, might even beat it like right after. Uh, Nobody saves the world was on Xbox on game, game Pass. Pass. Yeah, yeah. Pretty fun. I mean, it's it's a uh, almost like a clone of like early Legend of Zelda games. You know, like top down perspective. You know, you're. I mean, really, it's it's actually just a clone. Like it I've looks got a like identical. Question. Say, are you a man named or a thing named nobody trying to save the world, or is nobody saving this world? No, you are a nobody and you are saving the world. Okay, okay. Um, Just, you know, if you want to know how to read that title, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, it's like I said, it's like you know, it's stylistically and control wise or like uh, mechanic wise, very much like uh, early Legend of Zelda games. But the hook is, you know, instead of getting like, oh, I got the hook shot or I got the strength bracelet, you uh, you get a wizard wand in the beginning and you're unlocking these new forms. Uh, there's like 16 of them or something. And they oh, all got cool. like, yeah, oh, that's really cool. And they got like different abilities and, you know, some of them will have travel oh. abilities and you'll need different ones to unlock different areas. It sounds like a With, bit of a cameo elements of power ripoff to me, but it kind of does. But not maybe to, a fusion of both not, of them. Not to immediately nitpick the game, but if if I felt like I feel like my initial thought hearing that is that sounds cool, but are like most of them something you use to solve one puzzle, one area, and then you don't use them again, or do like many of them remain useful? Or it kind of depend on your play style. Well, the cool thing is. When you unlock these abilities, you also like uh, can basically mix. You know, so you are you unlock a form. Let's say you unlock like the bodybuilder, and each form has like four abilities that come with it. Um, All right, but they're not like tied to the characters. So if you like playing the turtle yeah. or whatever, or you like the turtle's attributes, you can play the turtle, but you can use like the the monk's move set or whatever. Or, like, oh, that's cool. So yeah, you'll unlock different moves and stuff, and then yeah, you just kind of you know. So you can't just kind of play like, your way. It, it's yeah. not like it's not like many of them are just shit or really situational. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a great game. It's not It's not very difficult. Um, I really like we're trying to push you to the limits. This is not going to be it. Uh, but it was definitely worth playing. Probably, I don't know, maybe around 12 to 15 hours, something around there, maybe a little less. Uh, but I give, it a, I give it two thumbs up. It was a good one. And it was pretty funny. It's got a, it's a funny game. Alright, cool. It's one of them funny games. One of them funny games. And that's coming and then, from the funniest man on the podcast, so... Yeah, yeah. also on the planet. Um, and then, lastly, and I'll let Vito will talk about this more, I started Death's Door. Nice. Um, and you, um, I think, I think you're underselling it a little bit. You got the true ending, right? 
Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to. I didn't want to take Vito's thunder, but yeah, I beat it. Got the hundred percent. Uh, did it about, did about an hour. All right. Uh, oh. I, I think really you did worried. it. I think you did it like yesterday around like three or four p.m. Like definitely before Vito did. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Very, very simple. Yeah, very childlike. Um, Congratulations. Practically trivial. I mean, yeah. if you died in this game, you. I, mean, I don't know. You weren't holding the controller right or something. I. I don't know. No, uh, but really, yeah, I'll let you talk more about it. <laughs> but I, I, right. I, I, I only played like an hour or two. I've beaten the first uh, like big boss or whatever. I'm in the second area. No, it's good. I'm having fun. Uh, I mean, it's like a little bit like Death Door and, and Nobody Saves the World are, are sort of similar. Um, you know, and then the sense that you're just walking around from like area to area, kind of like busting stuff up, moving right. to different areas. Uh, Nobody Saves the World takes more, you know, from Legend of Zelda, you know. Death Door is more from like Dark Souls, uh, but they're they're both good. I'm, I'm enjoying definitely, them both. Definitely a lot of Legend of Zelda stuff in Death Door too. Oh yeah, for yeah, sure too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would say Nobody Saves the World like even even more, even um, more. But I'm I'm digging them both. Right, okay. I dug cool. Nobody Saves the World and I'm digging Death Door. Yeah, two both games on Game Pass. Yeah, Game Pass is killing it. And then you know they got looking on yeah. here right now they got uh, Paparazzi. Hell yeah! I was thinking about doing. Uh, just fucking wind jammers. I think, not doing I think that. I think that's about it, actually. Probably gonna play wind jammers with me. Never play. Why won't anyone anymore. play wind jammers with Vito? Wind jammers too specifically. Telling lies. popped up. Logan like, Marshall in the Green. Last, like hour or something. Yeah. Didn't we hear about this game? Yeah, I mean, lies. telling lies. Yeah, I, I think we saw this. this. We saw this at a show. I, I uh, played yeah, it and then told you guys about it on this very podcast. Yeah. Okay, that's one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, should we, should we play this game? Telling should lies? We? Yeah, I mean, if you like that type of thing, yeah, if you like an FMV sort of mystery thing, All right, well, not gonna, it's not going to be like super class? game. You playing <laughs> no. Sure, we'll we'll jump over to Flask. <laughs> Are you sure you haven't been, oh, you Is, been playing wait, Tomba? Did you say though, tell right? me why is like a cross between telling lies and tell me why? Tell us about Tomba 2, Flask. I know you've been busting through it. Um, is it actually my roundtable now because John said so? Uh, I don't oh, yeah, I got nothing else. Low, yeah, sure. You know, girl. So, yeah. I'll throw it All right, whatever. Or Flask. Yeah. Um, quick, real quick, Flask. I got two questions for you. Okay. Uh, you've answered the question about telling lies. Uh, I'd like to ask about Dreamscaper. What's your thoughts on that one? Uh, none. Okay, no, what about, about Taiko no Tetsushin? Oh, stop. Master? You're taking away questions. He was nah, just going to talk about Tomba 2. Stop. He's not, he's not a drum master kind of guy. You got them all wrong, Andy. No, nah, no. You have to be in person for that anyway in the arcade. You know, uh, all right, sorry. You're, you're right, John. Okay, Flash, sorry. Uh, what, let's hear about Tomba 2. No worries. Um, I'm going to skip Tomba 2 this week. Come on! Uh, you always I'm do. saving it for a, a special occasion, you know. Um, instead, oh. I'll talk about uh, it well. Was first, Groundhog Day this week. <laughs> well, first, <laughs> I uh, I have a couple books to talk about. Actually, I know that's going to be a good replacement oh, for Tomba. Wow. Um, oh, tomes? Is that what you you know? Yeah, yeah, you could say <laughs> you that. It's like a so. twist of words, tomes. Yeah. Um, are you starting modern to think, day sage? This one. Well, hang on, Flask. Uh, do do you think the aliens are real? I mean, it's got to be aliens, right? I don't know if you're talking about something specific, but 
There's got to be the universe too big, right? There's a hundred percent aliens, and if you don't think there's aliens, you're actually uh, a very insignificant person. I just wanted to ask. We'll we'll ask that same question to our other book reading friend Vito later on in the pod. Okie dokie. Oh, you? Yeah, yeah. Vito can give a better answer than me. Uh, He's read it more. I'm no. I'm so. Uh, I have no idea what she's talking about. The first book, uh, Piranesi. P-I-R-A-N-E-S-I. Piranesi. Um, by Susanna Clark from 2020. So fairly recent. Um, it falls into the, ca- the category of ontological mystery, which is one of my favorite story types, which is like, how do we get here? Where is here? Who am I? What's going on? Yeah. Uh, answering those questions. And uh, this is a recommend from me for anybody. I, I enjoyed it. It's gotten a lot of good buzz over the last couple of years since it was released. Who's the author? Um, Susanna Clark. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and the, the quick premise is a man lives in a seemingly infinite labyrinth of halls, as he calls them, with uh, myriad distinct statues lining the walls. And uh, this house has an indoor ocean below like in like as the basement essentially and clouds above as like the ceiling essentially uh and he knows of only one other living inhabitant of this place who is another person that he meets with regularly and he keeps a journal of his life and the things that he learns in this house and then things start to happen and a sort of mystery begins to form and it's just it's just an interesting book uh Maybe not for everyone who doesn't like reading in the first place. No, it that sounds much, really cool. But, but yeah, I, I I thought it was cool. It's, it's an enjoyable story. I like the main character. So yeah, I've heard of this author before. Uh, that um, yeah, her name did sound familiar when I uh, I was just looking at her list. I think Jonathan Strange and Mister Norrell. I remember hearing yeah, about that book. Yeah, I, I need to read that at some point. I've heard good things yeah. about that one too. Uh, all right. And then the other one is a uh, 2014 book called Station Eleven, uh, okay. which was recently made into an HBO Max show, like very recently, at the end of last year, going to this year. Um, and it's about a theater troupe, a slash symphony, traveling around Michigan. Uh, oh. 20 years past a flu pandemic that wiped out most of the population. Oh, shit. Um, and they perform Shakespeare for, for these uh, s- s- scattered settlements, and they try to survive, of course. Also, we get flashbacks that interweave the present-day characters with past characters and their past selves. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the book was good. It, I, I would say it's uh, pretty grounded and you know, interwoven, as I said, and a kind of just a mellow read. Um, but then I did check out the television adaptation. I'm not all the way through it yet, but I'm over halfway. Um, and it's clear to me that the people behind this show are, are talented and they're not strictly faithful to the source material, but I actually do quite like a number of the changes they made, which is surprising because I normally don't like changes from the source material that much. Yeah. Wow. That's very um, good for you. But so episode one was great, even though they changed something fundamental in there. And I that really made me excited because I was like, oh, <laughs> they 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 have good ideas. They know what they're doing. 
episode two was also good, uh, but it ended with a big head scratching scene that just like suddenly kind of tarnished what they had going to me. And then that started a trend of the episodes uh, being like largely well-crafted, but without fail, they just contain a bunch of frustrating writing decisions that, that had to drag the whole thing down. And it's really disappointing because they had the source material and must've seen that it all worked to begin with. uh, And then made some changes and, it's 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 more frustrating than usual because some of the changes they made were actually good. Um, but I think these TV writers fall into the trap where, uh, because the story is like serialized, that they think they need to inject like m- manufacture this drama, these dramatic arcs into each episode to make the audience have react, you know, to make the audience go like, oh no, at the, at the appropriate swells in the <laughs> in, in each episode, uh. Yeah, sort of like they're in that, a in a studio audience, and the gasp sign just lit up. That, that's very like endemic to that type of media, like that type Definitely. of adaptation, especially like, nowadays uh, prestige television. It happens all the time. Another trope I'm sure is this show is probably guilty for is that uh, in books it's kind of okay if like you meet a character for a few pages and then you don't again for another forty or fifty, and also mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like they've done much. Like in a show. Like you can't like introduce a character and then not have them have an arc across like an eight season thing. You know what yes, I mean? they definitely so, like, add more stuff for characters who exactly. You're, you're exactly right about they that. manufacture yeah, arcs. They anime. manufacture arcs to give like characters screen time. Yes, because they hired the actor. They're not going right. to let them sit on their ass for five right. episodes. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they they you know. Yes. You take characters who are originally living experiences that you could see being reality and they turn it into like enhanced reality TV land stuff just to get them screen time and get, you know, those those reactions from the audience. Right. Um, and yeah, it's just disappointing because I like the book. That's that's another book recommend for me if you guys like that kind of thing. Uh, and then the TV adaptation has has promise. It just keeps injecting stuff that doesn't need. Again, episode one, I was like really psyched because I, <laughs> I liked the changes they made actually. Right. So those are my books. Uh, I didn't mean to spend so long on books section. Oh, sorry. One more. One more. I got two more comments. Sure. Another trope I hate about this type of media, kind of along the same lines. Um, characters can't have impactful things happen off screen. Like your main character, <laughs> of course, in books should always experience whatever is happening. But, you know, sometimes your main character hears bad news about another main character and then they just have to, you know, you're constantly living in that person's view. So you see it, how that person sees it, you know? Yes. Shows don't ever really do anything. I feel like that. The Witcher, that was my complaint about the first season or that kind of ties into my, one of my complaints about the first season was that like, it, you know, we, we talked about this, but that in the books, it's all Geralt's perspective. But in the show version, of course, they have to show everyone's individual perspective and so you get so much more stuff content with all these other characters that's just mm-hmm. the first thing that popped to my head was there another and, thing yeah i have a small anecdote a story from the last week that is relevant here because i'm not gonna have a chance to talk about my round table and don't really have a place okay. to put it but uh you know i've commented before about how i'm naturally a hard a book reading sort but i haven't done a whole lot of book reading recently 
So mm-hmm. over the weekend, I, I, you know, I kind of finished my chores and I was like, man, it's Saturday. It's like two or three o'clock. I should do something before I become a piece of shit for the rest of the evening on my computer. <laughs> so I decided I'm going to go get my library card. I'm going to go check out that book that's been on my mind recently. The City oh, in the yeah. City by China Meville. Oh, yeah. Um, so I drove down to the closest, you know, I live in a town that has like three library branches. I drove down to the closest branch to me. I got my library card and that library, you know, I, I say this with all the love I can muster because I love libraries and I love what they do for communities. I mean, that library kind of sucked. I mean, I'm sure it was oh. great for like 18 and under, you know, but it was like, I checked on the library computer and the city in the city is available in the downtown section. All right, cool. It's only 15 minutes away. I got all the time in the world. So I drive downtown and I go in there. And uh, honestly, I was very disappointed because this library was also not that much better. But it was a little bit better. And I go to the computer, or I go straight to Meaville, and I find the book King Rat, but I don't see the city in the city. And then I go to the computer and I look, and it says downtown online. Ah, yes. And I was like so frustrated that I, <laughs> I did all this driving for something I probably could have done on my computer. Yeah, it's a good um, I was kind of tilted. I was like, I, I really just had the city in the city on my mind. I haven't, uh, I didn't really come here with a plan B. So mm-hmm. I left without a book, but I do have the library card. Yeah. I mean, the, I will say that, you know, this, the digital resources that libraries have nowadays are, are themselves great resources. Oh it yeah, quite yeah don't, I'm, I'm not knocking the library. You know, that was totally my right. fault because I probably could have read that at the first terminal that it was online. I just saw downtown. I was like, all right, cool. I think if they put like uh, like hot tubs or jacuzzis in libraries these days, you know, <laughs> and, oh, and yeah. just drop all the books into the water while you're reading them. Oops. Well, hey, I, hey, I, no, mean, I, I mean, I talk you know, shit, but there's a level fair. of personal responsibility, you know, there. But you know, you chill with the, the the library, get your good book. Well, yeah, it's I was going to say, don't get me wrong. I was at the downtown location, or the closer location, not the downtown one. The one that I said kind of sucked. I say that, but I was there 20 or 30 minutes from closing. They had the hot tub? They did not, but there was like oh. half a dozen adults in there doing shit, reading shit, or like on their computers or something. So like, mm-hmm. you know, it was getting used. Oh, yeah. Every time I go to the, any of the libraries around me, they, they're definitely in use, uh, which is nice to see. and. I've yeah. always been fairly lucky to have pretty good libraries in my area. Um, so, you know, it may be different from area to area, but the other, the, there is something that I've noticed, which is annoying, which is just like the sort of downsliding of uh, attentiveness to cataloging, I would say. I don't, I don't know if this is just like everywhere or if it's just because of digitization and the digital library being more uh, prominent nowadays or anything like that. But I definitely experienced that kind of thing you experienced. Uh, when I go to the library, I don't know. Yeah, half of the time, well, things won't be uh, registered correctly in the database, and I'll I'll be looking, and I won't find what I'm looking for, or it'll be in a place that I'm not immediately. Tr- I'm trying to figure out where it is, and I can't immediately find where it is, or something like that. So you get kind of tilted. Yeah, yeah, that does happen to me too. So um, I don't know if it's just a thing now. You know, to be fair, like what I really should have done. Um, I live in kind of a weird town. Uh, and there's like another town closer to a college nearby. Um, and I think that town is the one that has the really nice library. So there, there is a lot, really nice library 
a little bit further away from me. Not terrible. Uh, I need to look into getting into that one. And yeah, as I said, there's, you know, there's resources online that are great. But that's not the point of the discussion, obviously. Right, right, um, right. But yeah, anyway, I, 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 meant read, read, uh, I meant to read Meville. I don't know how to pronounce the name either. Um, it's China Meville, I think. Yeah. But I meant to read his stuff, too, because I've always heard good things. I just haven't gone around to it. Yeah. Um, so that's books. Uh, I did uh, play through Death's Door. So I did finish that um, before anyone. Uh, Even before me? <laughs> no it was way before uh, um, i mean did you guys want to like convene with Vito and have a spoiler huddle i suppose now would be a good time for it i mean does anybody care about spoilers also i mean i'm i don't feel i don't feel like I this is a game where i should care about spoilers right like i was, I was gonna say I, I want to be respectful towards everybody but this game has like a pretty Definitely more about the game. I don't know what to call it. Yeah, story. I didn't give a shit it's about that. It's kind of generic-ish. It's kind of like you said. You asked me. All right, it's well, what's the... Uh, what, you know... This is a game uh, that I, w- I would play... Just so this doesn't come up again a third time in the pod, let's go ahead and air out the bag on Death's Door. I, I, I don't care about spoiler bunkering myself. All right. I think, Greg, you said you're good, right? Yeah, I'm good. I'm probably not good. Yeah, uh, there's nothing okay. to spoil in this game, as far as I think. Spoilers for Death's Door until 50 minutes on the dot. But I, I, I enjoyed it, and I have very few problems with it. Um, you know, it may not have blown me away, but I think it completely met my expectations for a game of this type. So it's, you know, that, that's good in my book. <laughs> um, it didn't grab or lose me in the, you know, the story and the character department. It just kind of did its thing, and that's that, you know? Um, yeah. And uh, I, I came to really appreciate the the art design and in the environmental direction. That stuff is great. Um, I think I said something to this effect when I first saw Vito playing, but I felt it even more strongly when I played through it that it has this like that uh, painted texture about everything, and it's just sort of this gratifying look to it. Um, and you know, the game in general often wears its inspirations on its sleeve. Uh, so I don't think you could call it like very original, but it's, I think it's all rendered, rendered in a, a this game's style. almost like uh, this thing, this game, you know, a lot of games are influenced by other games, but this game's like super influenced, <laughs> super. I mean, from, you know, the boss designs to even when a, a boss enters and the dark souls, like font pops up oh, on yeah. the screen oh, yeah. and the music starts playing. Uh, a I lot mean, I of think little nods to even to as souls. early as you're walking in the first area and you see the security guard is named ball plart and you're like, Oh, it's this, it's this type of game. Like, this is what I'm in for. It's going to be a game with this type of thing. <laughs> it doesn't care. Yeah, it's very lighthearted. Um, silly. The dialogue tries to be humorous. I, I didn't think yeah. any of the game was like funny at all, but it's, like it's, you know, it keeps just, keeps things whimsical at, at yes. the very least, you know. Um Yeah, I, I had a good time playing the game. I don't know. I had a weird experience where like I started playing it because I saw this at I don't know, one of those PC game shows or whatever. And it looked cool. The the art design 
is the best thing about the game. I mean, is one of the best things about the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought it was a real slow burn because I think it took me till the frog boss or that level, the overgrown ruins where I was like, okay, I'm starting to have a little bit more fun. And I think that's like directly related to um, you spend a lot of time in the game without all of the abilities, I think. And then you kind of get them all real fast. Like I felt like, um, and once you have all the abilities, you know, the, the chain, the hook, bone arrow, the bomb, all that stuff. Like then the combat actually becomes very, very fun. I thought. I would say so. Um, yeah. And the game, yeah, the game does nothing super unique, uh, but it was fun. It was simple. Uh, I actually, what were you going to say? Uh, no, please go ahead. I, I started having the most fun once I beat the game. Okay. For the post game stuff. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. I, I really, a lot of the, the post game stuff I was doing could have been done during the game. I, I feel like yeah. they should have signposted that all way better. Oh, um, for sure. There, like, like there's certain stuff that none of us realized, neither of us at least. And John hadn't by the time he'd gotten to. Uh, that's like, there's no reason for us not to have realized. And I've seen other people talk about this too, so I know it's not just us. Uh, there was just never anything very explaining it. Like no, no, nobody tells you at any point in the game that if you jump on those little circle things, those are all hidden pathways in every level. Yeah, that you got to do a plunging attack. Nothing yeah. ever. They don't even tell you that there's a plunging attack. No. Um, that the shrines, you don't actually find out what those are until much later in the game, like the third act of the game. And uh, I actually, you're talking about the ones that give you like extra health. Yeah. You could encounter them and, and you just walk up to them and you press a button and, well, uh, I think that the, I don't know about it every time, but at least the first time you go up to it, it does say like, collect a few more of these to no, no, it's a, it says it it says it every time. You you're oh. right. I guess but in my experience, I didn't even get one shrine until I met a character literally in the third act of the game that explained it to me. So I guess I, I, I guess I didn't realize how many hidden pathways were in the game. Well, yeah, I was actually gonna bring that up. I think it may be just like a thing of like you Maybe haven't play played as many games. of these games because like exactly yeah. when I went into the pothead the the, the the first like dungeon river. I was expecting, I was like, all right, this is like Legend of Zelda like, so they're going to have like some secret item or some secret room. And there is, there's like a, in the, 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 whatever, vase head lady's place. You go into a bathroom and you can see the door on the floor and it's a reflection. Yeah. And you have to yeah, go through right. the reflection. But yeah, I mean, if you weren't looking for that stuff or you didn't know there are going to be secret doors, then yeah, I could definitely see. I did catch farther. that one, but uh, there there's tons of well, yeah, yeah, there's yeah, there's one before that, but yeah, yeah, there's definitely they want because I don't I don't know their significance yet. I don't know. You guys took me seriously. I was memeing them. Did not beat the game. Um, <laughs> there's little like uh, what are little items you can find? Like I found like a wedding ring, and I found like a mm-hmm. photo. I don't the know if those matter things, later, yeah. but yeah, those are all little hidden things in the game. So yeah, there's there's tons of hidden areas. There's a lot uh, of those. Um, I didn't even I? get all the weapons until post game. But they're <laughs> right, they're available. I, don't think I, did I mean, it's not like they're holding them off from you. It's just yeah, right. Like the first one, you can easily miss. Like the the twin. Well, no, the first one's the umbrella. I guess you can miss that too if you're not looking for it. The the twin little daggers. 
I mean, they're sitting there and like they're not hard to get, but you don't have to go that path. You can, I mean, you could just go right by them. Yeah, true. Um, I I thought that this game needed a map. Oh yeah, of, that's one really of the things I was gonna the say. Map. It it needed a map, and it's weird because it's like. I never got particularly lost. It was just that sort of annoyance of like not having one, uh, especially late in the game when you're looking around for stuff. I have a good sense of direction in games usually. So again, it's not like I got lost. It's just. Same. It was just, I, I, especially when it comes to post game, it's like, man, I I know I got to fucking collect things and Mm -hmm. you know, I wish I could just look at a map and go to where I need to be. There's no reason um, not to have one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, a game like Dark Souls doesn't have a map, and it, that's what its inspiration is. So oh, I, that's I guess probably why. It doesn't <laughs> it doesn't need a map, I suppose. I just, I don't know. There was I plenty of times in the game where I was like, I would really appreciate a map in this game. Oh, uh, yeah. So, I don't know. Dark Souls is an example of, like, especially the first game, I feel like you get away with it because of excellence in level design. And... Yeah. If you're going to go the no map route, you really do have to have excellence in level design to have yeah. a natural flow and ebb to your levels. You know what I mean? I There's say- also, I think, a difference of going through it uh, like third person, full 3D, everything like that. So you're like, you're, you oh, yourself sure, are going through sure. the world as opposed to the sort of isometric, like, yeah, sure. Things Planner, aren't, two, you know, 2D, you're not in yeah. it. <laughs> uh, Flat, well, at, least, at least so far to the point where I'm in, the game does do a good job of. You know, you go through this path, then you open a shortcut so you don't have to go through it again. Yes, yeah. that stuff. Uh, it cuts down on time once you open up those ladders and things. Yeah, I mean, I, and I agree. I thought I thought there was going to be a map, like, you know, like Zelda style, where you could find somewhere in the dungeons, at least for, like, the dungeon area or something. Oh, that would be good, yeah. That would have been be cool. good, yeah. But, uh... I also would have appreciated... Appreciated uh, teleport back to headquarters button. Or something like that. Right, because yeah, you have to find the so door So far they give time. a fair amount of doors, but they, yeah, I guess they go... But they're always at the start or the end of the level, so if like you're just going... You know, there's going to be a post-game, basically. You're going to want to collect stuff, and if you're just going to a level to collect something really quick, you don't have to navigate the whole... I mean, if, if we're talking about Zelda, the Zelda usually has that kind of thing as well. Well, you know? yeah, I mean, so even Souls light games, like Hollow Knight has its tram system. You know, mm-hmm. Dark Souls itself has the bonfire teleporting. But don't you use like a like a wind flute or whatever in the original Zelda game to get out of dungeons? Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I was going to say, John, speaking of when we were speaking before of like the late game wanting a map and everything. Um, are you like 100% certain that you're OK with like a little bit of spoiling? Because it's not really. It, hmm. No, it's it's something that I, I could care. say to you that would actually probably improve your experience. Like the like the um the plunging attack onto the circles thing, which is just annoying to not know it the whole game and then find out that you missed all of them. Something very similar to that. Can I just do you mind? Oh yeah, go for it. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna guess I'm gonna guess what he's gonna say. What? You're What's not it? gonna get any more item or ability power ups to the point you're right now. That's not what I'm gonna say. No. I'm gonna no. say something much more right. much more similar. And just uh, I know what he's gonna say. An annoyance, yeah. So there's a there's a late game um thing, a, ch- a challenge, in which you have to uh, plant a seed in every single health pot in the entire oh. game. Oh, so you I don't know if you did this, John. I don't know if you did this, Vito. But I saved my seeds 
for the times that I absolutely needed a health uh, refresh or health That's refresh. That's what real I, I would do. Yeah, yeah I'm a real, real man gamer. saves a seed. Saved my Estus up. And so I had like, you know, 20 or 30 by the end of the game because I've been I have been using them very sparingly. And then mm. only to find out that at the end of the game, they're like, yeah, just uh, plant one in everything. Uh, you piece I of was shit. not go, nearly go as extreme as you. I definitely okay. use them lightly. But then uh, I think at some point in the game, too, I guessed I was like, I bet I'm going to have to fucking find every single one of these. <laughs> and I'll tell you right now, I didn't truly, truly get the true ending. I didn't. I did oh, really? uh, to get the, the there's a you get an ending and then there's a uh, the game doesn't end. You, you, you could get a there's, true. There's, ending. A, there's a somewhat true ending that you got, but you didn't get the true true. Well, no. So I got the regular ending. And then to get the true ending, you need to do um, like do? six, six different tasks that you're not told. You're not told what to do at all. And it's very I thought it was great. Um, you kind of just have to figure it out on your own. There's, you know, little hints here and there, but there's like six different tasks across the entire world. Um, and there is a hint and, system you can find for the pot thing, by the way. It's just not. Yeah. Uh, it's not uh, comprehensive. I didn't find that not. out on my own. I, I ended <laughs> yeah. up having I, I looked at a walkthrough like halfway through sure. and I was I was I was pleasantly surprised because I did figure out almost all of it. And then there was the pots thing. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to just do all of the rest of it because it's fun and it's new <laughs> content. And then I'm just going to look up on YouTube the trending. I'm not going to that. Because it's not I, fun gameplay for me to, you know, and yeah, it's just a no, video. It's not like anything. I totally get that. I genuinely, I debated whether to do it or not. And then I started doing the things and I was like, I, I guess I'll do it. You're like, it's not that bad. <laughs> It it was pretty bad, but I guess I'll do all this stuff. Whatever. I'll, actually, I'll I think I was only like, game. I want to say I only needed like less than five pots, maybe even like two, but <laughs> I, I didn't even feel like finding those. That's like even worse. You I know? totally get yeah. that. Especially if I went through like a walkthrough, there's like 60 or 50 pots. Right. I'd have to find the one right. that I didn't have. Oh, yeah. Like that. that would suck. But there's plenty of, of great post-game content i was like really happy yep. with that I, I think the the latter half of the game really hooked me i was like i'm having fun this is a game that um i find very easy to play because it's like chill you know it's not yes. dark souls it's that you can't compare it to dark souls but it's got fun gameplay and sometimes it could be pretty difficult um some of the boss fights yeah were, yeah. were difficult and fun and then some of the uh just regular battles like the uh, avarice battles with the chests, those were fun. Pleasantly challenging. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, satisfying. in terms of the gameplay and in comparison to Dark Souls, I, I would say the game is fairly easy, or at least mm -hmm. not difficult to get the hang of. Uh, but your greatest enemy, like Dark Souls, ended up, ends up being your own impatience and your own greed in trying to get yeah. as many hits in as you can, stuff like that. Um, and I, I think the top-down perspective made me want to get through the encounters faster for some reason. Um, whereas, like, third-person Dark Souls stuff, I feel like I'm more willing to be patient. I'm not sure why that is exactly. But I'd say the difficulty felt fair. Uh, and the bosses were fun. I, I wish there were more bosses, actually. But wish there was more bosses. The bosses were, were fun. Actually, let, me, yeah. let me lay this down for you guys, all right? Because I noticed this while I was playing. Because I, I mean, so far, I really haven't... No meme, I really haven't run into anything difficult that far, yeah. or so far. Um, but I have noticed that the gameplay is 
pretty similar, just kind of like a maybe a little slowed down version of Enter the Gungeon. Uh, mm, okay. You run around, you have a dodge roll. Uh, so if you're if you if you are digging just the strictly the gameplay and you want more of that, but in like a roguelite slash much more bullet hell. I mean, it's obviously it's more difficult. They want you to die and you know restart and get better. Uh, I check out Enter the Gungeon. Cool, I have 400 a, hours in it. I, I, think I love I've Enter put the a little time into it. That's a great recommendation. Yeah, I will, I will check that out because I, I did really enjoy the simple, not mindless. You know, you had to pay attention to what you're doing, but it, I don't oh, know. Sure. The battle was very chill. It's only like three buttons. You know. Yeah. You, you haven't played in Enter the Gungeon. No. Oh. You know, he's not a big roguelike guy. You know. No. You know, I probably told him. He did, I probably told him it wasn't the game for him. Yeah, we should play that. It has a co-op too. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Beetle, yeah. let's Guys, play I... Clear Throne. What's that? That's a DLC uh, or another one. No, it's an uh, it's like another game like that. Yeah, you, like, can, uh, you can play Into the Gungeon after you beat Smokey too. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Guys, I beat this game. I beat this game. Cool. I, I, was very, I was very happy about yeah. that. I, I don't beat a lot of video games. Uh, like I, 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 I start games. Well, I, you didn't get the true ending, but you know. Blah, 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 blah. Well, it's all right, right. Well, it. come on. Ah, I could have <laughs> got the <laughs> true <laughs> ending. If I dedicated like another five hours to the game, I probably, I right, obviously right. would have got the true ending. It's just, it's not fun work. It's this. I don't know. I'm with you, dude. When it stops I'm being fun, why do it? But I beat this game. I think that that says a lot because the game was enjoyable enough for for me to beat. I, I pick up a lot of games, play them for a little bit. And then put them aside. But uh, this pr- game, I'm proud of you, Vito. This game, which uh, I wasn't even blown away by, but I just, I just had fun. It was good. Yeah. Like, hey, and game it, no I, fun, pro- me no run. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what you say all the time. Um, and and from what I understand, I didn't play it, but the the this developer's first game, Titan Souls, uh, Death Door is a a market improvement over Titan Souls. So if they're only getting better, then I look forward to seeing what they do next. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Know. Okay. So uh, on Flash, yeah, that's Sessor. You okay. played any other video games you wanted to comment? Well, I was going to talk about one more. Uh, oh. And I don't know that that video game that I'm going to talk about oh, is Inscription. Oh wait. Oh. What? You what? didn't. You didn't know me. it at all, he John. Was gonna say the other game. Enter the inscription. Enter the inscription. Enter the inscription. <laughs> I thought you had beat this with all of us. What? No, dude. I I thought you had beat this with all uh, of us. So have you? No. You've completed this video game, I presume. Yes, I have. Did you get the true ending? And uh, flask, like the good little student you are, you've gone back and you've re-listened to the discussions on it. Yeah, <laughs> I did. And what you think? Good? Yes. Uh good. Yes. Yes. Good. Good. I mean, good. so you guys had a more in-depth discussion, as as Andy just said, in uh, episodes 76 and 78. Yeah, we kind of did our already. Viewer, our listeners can go yeah. listen to. So I hate to do on the game a third time, you know, but I'm, yeah. no, no, I'm going to a little I bit. Mean, yeah. Go ahead. Um, Whatever your thoughts can, are. Can I talk oh, spoilers at all? Yeah, spoilers that's what I was going to ask, Greg. This is a very spoilery um, game that you definitely don't want to know. I, I already know everything. I was in there for the last uh, That's right. You, right. you you saw a, a VTuber yeah. player, right? I watched a VTuber rip. player. I'm just making sure again. Go ahead, uh, I'll try to be quick. If not, succinct. Just um, no, it's fine. Spoilers for Inscription until 1.10.54. So, yeah, I like all the distinct acts in this game. Everybody has had a... Uh, sorry, real quick. I just want to comment that everybody has had... I feel like whenever this 
game has come up, people have felt like a time pressure to to discuss it. <laughs> so certainly just, you know, take as long as you yeah, want. That's true. Okay, I will. I liked all the distinct acts of this game. I'd uh I'd say act one was the most enjoyable to me. I know a lot of people have faster. that opinion. Not everyone, of course. Uh, I just like yeah, the, that's the normie bra- That's one. the normie brain. I know. I guess I'm a normie brain about that. Um, I I would say it had a nice smooth build up and progression that act where I felt act two had more trouble getting off the ground for me. Um, plus the presentation wasn't as engaging. To the me horror as, vibe as the, in the, the first hor- act yeah. is is Delightful. so enthralling. Yeah, very much so. Uh, but the funny thing is, I pl- I played the uh, the Pokemon TCG game for the Game Boy back in the day when I was a kid, so it was nostalgic for me. Act two, <laughs> like I immediately recognized what it was going for. Um, but it, uh, yeah, it didn't really do much for me otherwise, especially in comparison to Act One. And the gameplay was more frustrating, I would say. Um, I felt more at the mercy of RNG than I had in Act One. Uh, yeah, for sure. What um what what build did you go with that's That's the funny part i chose mox first the magic deck um and i i got blown out completely over and over again so i literally restarted the act uh i'd only gotten like a you know ways into it that's crazy and i I uh, felt overpowered i felt overpowered with the magic deck like i remember not i mean i had to pick my battles i did get creamed like once or twice but Mm -hmm. i never really had much of a problem i be act two in like an hour and a half with that deck. Yeah, that's crazy. I I did. I was very surprised when I heard you say that. I mean, I um, was doing a lot of like careful strategizing. Like I, the problem with that deck is that you get four magics at first and you got to like just balance what magics you want to use at the time. You know, so like you got to mm-hmm. do a lot of like deck curating. I found the, the mock stuff nicer when it was integrated with another deck. Like once, once I later on when they give, start giving you the magic cards, uh, to complement stuff you already have, I was like, "Oh yeah, I I see the value of these sure, now." Sure. <laughs> Especially when your cards start getting the uh, the gem like right uh, uh, attributes added to them. Um, what uh, what was the second deck you picked? Uh, Undead Bones. Nice. And then that was me. I I, cr- I crushed it with Bones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bones is fun. Um, so it would be interesting to see high level Mox play. Uh, Act three was good. Um, yeah, I'll show you sometime. Okay, thank you. Uh, Act 3 was good in that it went to it back to a similar style of walking the path and the getting Act 3 was and, and my such. favorite. So I heard, so I heard. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, you heard, you heard, you know. <laughs> I heard tell of John's admiration for Act 3. Um, I didn't like the decision-making quite as much as in Act 1. Um, I, I think part of it is that the roguelike nature is not as present so you don't get it those exciting or weird weird runs really going as much as act one um and the checkpoint system was neat but it didn't end up actually affecting much since i didn't die that often or like anytime i would die it it would just like set me back like one fight or anything right so yeah. checkpoints didn't really matter that there's much. just a lot of weird secrets on the map um a bunch that I didn't even find that I I, I felt like I was exploring it pretty well, but I didn't. I thought you know. I did too, but yeah, there was. I mean, there's yeah, there's some I funky stuff, stuff that I I you know you watch videos later and you're like, what the fuck that was there and there. Interesting. Yeah, that was that. Yeah, that and the ARG plays into some of that shit too. Like you have yeah. to do weird stuff on the map to solve the ARG. Ah, uh, okay. I I did like the the boss gimmicks though. 
of that. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, yeah, I love the boss. Well, you know, I think maybe, maybe I said this another thing. Uh, part of me liking part three is probably because I picked the robot deck in part two. So okay, right. It's more of like a continuation Thematic. for me. I was just like, all right, we're rolling on to. I was already fucking in it. Mm-hmm. I already had my strategy down. You were resonating hard. Yeah, well, Famous. it was even cooler because I first time playing through, I didn't know if every master had their own version of chapter three. Yes. You know, I picked the robot deck and you know, no matter what, it's always going to go to the robot. But I didn't know that so while I was playing in my head. I'm like, Oh dude, what the fuck's the bone lady going to be like? What's Mox going to be like? <laughs> uh, it was oh, not disappointing nuts. to find out it wasn't like that. I was just like, Oh cool. I made like the, the canon choice. All right. Right yes. on. And it would have been interesting to see the, uh, I think, I think my favorite little glimpse was, uh, the bone lady, undead lady, her little game. It was right, cool yeah. when she starts to pirate. It starts the, the ships or the cannon start pulling up on the side. Yeah, oh, and then ran the music cuts off. Memory budget. Yeah, that's a, that's a good. I like that part. Yeah, I like the magic guys. Uh, I actually absolutely. <laughs> I, I, that scene I goes not, on a little no, too I mean, long with the, the that end was, when you're playing Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, I mean to yeah, be fair, like story-wise, like that's like at the time. point where almost everything has been ripped asunder and you're yeah. just like picking up f- small fragments of reality to play a game with. It was amusing though. Um, uh, I still, I, I still think uh, you talked about the boss mechanics, the whole building an entire net code just for that one boss. bit <laughs> is like crazy. Yeah. yeah are you yeah. sending or actually sending your cards to other people that are playing yeah. like a connected yeah. steam or whatever online? Very, very cool. And it was funny to see, uh, Vito pop up as one of my enemy cards. Hey. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so those gimmicks were fun. And Did all I that being up? said, uh, I think you might might have in. Uh, I think you did actually. No, I think yeah. Did I, I beat think, you? I think no, absolutely not. Yeah. Did uh, I beat you? I think no, I, I, think, I think you did though, dude. I think I did. I think you did. I heard him in his voice, <laughs> bro. I got him. But got every him, act bro. was fun once I got into the swing of them. You know. Um, once you build up a good deck, the latter two, you're on a roll, you know. So you get a sense oh, of yeah, mastering dude. the system and maybe even gaming it a little. That's that's always not, fun. I think. Have you sat on this podcast before that you're not like in the card games so much? I don't really have any particular thing about card games. I don't. Not really. I guess. Okay. <laughs> so, he's just not. A, he. I mean, I, you know, he he likes this game. Like you're you're yeah. you're a person like you can like a good game no matter what it is, right? It's just yes. not typically the thing you would do. Yeah, in but game. but you wouldn't enjoy like Slay the Spire because it doesn't have all like the frills. Well, so it's very interesting guy. you ask this, okay? Because I'll get into this in a moment. I just want to say one more thing before I get into that, okay? Um, yeah. of course. Yeah, so want, just yeah. just I, I found myself not really caring about the uh, yeah. the framing story or like the meta stuff that much. I know I know you guys. Oh, Avery, were a little. Uh, I more, thought you. I thought that's what that. you would have liked the most. Yeah. Nah, it didn't sure. really. It didn't really hit me. I, I just like the setting and gameplay of the game itself. Uh, I, I guess Daniel Mullins likes that meta, ARG type YouTuber theory video level stuff because based on his past games, I think you know he likes I, that. Kind I, of I stuff. guess. I guess it was okay. I mean, I I don't know. Um, your experience is your experience, but I felt like that game inscription in particular did a really good job of immersing you in it such that like i i was aware there was an arg to it because of like the internet but i don't think the game was like in my face about you know i felt like the luke carter story was like 
pretty well self-contained unless you wanted to dig deeper you know what i mean yeah it wasn't super intrusive i just i was enjoying the the immersion into the the game itself and so the luke carter stuff was like i i was i I I definitely definitely had a moment where like a bunch of videos would show up on my screen i think i even like yelled out god damn it (laughs) because it's like you know i'm just more interested in one part of it than another yeah that's Um, fine I, I didn't mind it too much, but I think the best parts of the story are when you're interacting with the game characters, the scribes. And uh, such. Yeah, that, I could totally for me. believe that. Yeah. Um, but what I was going to say yeah. was, uh, so Casey's mod. Casey's mod. Yeah. Um, for our listeners, it's an official expansion mod that turns the first act, uh, which is the cabin part, into an endless roguelike. So like an infinite mode, essentially. And mm-hmm. as you as you go on, you unlock new cards and challenge elements uh, as you complete runs. And John, I at least I saw John had played some of it. Um, yeah, I, I, I messed around a little bit did. when it first uh, released. No, yeah, I played, well, uh, a, I played a couple runs of it. I'm an asshole because I think I was the, one, the only one that specifically asked for it, and then they made it, and then I never played it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that about wow. Right. But, you know, it came out right after you finished the games. It was like, yeah, I think I had moved on. Also, I think I wasn't particularly oh, hey. excited about it being endless. Right. Well, it's kind of well, endless. No, there there it, is an end to it. Yeah, oh. it's like it's end. It, it's like Slay the Spire has like ascension round, levels, and yeah. then you unlock oh, okay. a new challenge. Mode. You you just Not play act. I'm pretty sure it's just Act One over and over, right? Yeah. Like the act yeah. one that you get in the base game, you just play that over and over. So you do. But it's like roguelike. I think they so might like, uh, add like a new map or something though, or don't they? Don't they? Or maybe they change like the last oh, part when you like I've you got. go outside the cabin. Or I don't know. Oh, I, I haven't got finished the run. I don't think. Oh, I, I don't want to start in there. But that. but uh, just to finish that thought, Vito, they also like roguelike the game. Like the first boss is going to be one of the three random bosses. It's not. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Each boss is going to be randomized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Well, I was gonna actually. I'll say two things really quick, because uh, you know you mentioned you can kind of pop off in the the second and third half. I don't yeah. know, man. There's uh, and again, we we I, I don't want to retread too much. Cause we went over this. That's one of the things I liked about the game is that it is a card game, but I mean, even in the first part, they give you so much room to just make broken stuff. You know, by like mixing <laughs> the, the card types. You know, you just put the mantis god three strike like on the shark or something. You know, or like, then you got, you know, then yeah. what the shark's doing 12 damage and like one attack. You can just win by I putting down. I love the game that will let me break. Yeah, exactly. That's what I like about it. It's yes. like, you don't have to be a master magician. Yeah. You Why know, does everything fucking, have to be balanced? Yeah, exactly. All the time. Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. Uh, and that's one of the subtle things about Act 1, 2 is that, like, I don't think you really appreciate at first how good, like, the death cards are, for example. But, like, mm-hmm. the game is, is getting a little bit easier each time you die, even if you don't feel like it, because you're always getting, like, another death card or you're, like, getting some kind of bonus or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're finding like, something else around the place. So, like, even somebody who doesn't like these card games, who doesn't even really understand them, will probably eventually fumble their way through Act 1. You know what I mean? Right. Like, the game is made to be very beatable, I think. Yeah. Uh, and then secondly, and I just wanted to get this on recording, you know, Vito mentioned that he beat this, and then the mod came out, and he's moving on to other games, and now he is just beating Death's Door, and he's moving on to other games, and he's... Well, officially... I'm, already on, I'm already on another game. Well, no, that's enough. So he's officially going to play Paradigm, 
and he's going to beat it and talk about it before the next pod. I've heard I'm you guys talk about the game several times. So I don't know a thing about it. It's just it's I think a, John it's made a, it or something. He's <laughs> just like begging me to play this game. It's a fucking I it came out in maybe the late 2010s, I'm guessing. It's just a sick ass point click adventure uh that I happened to stumble upon one day and then I bought it for Alex and he really liked it. And uh I think I really think Vito would like it and he's always talking about wanting to try games that like he normally wouldn't play. And I think this would be great. And he's and he officially on the podcast he said right before he said John make sure you mention it so I play it and I don't look like a liar so I'm just doing it right now. Well, All right, well that. I I'm did gonna, buy it though. You I, bought it and then gotta, said it. Why would you buy it I, unless you said it? That doesn't make I, sense. I do I do have a request from the audience and that is uh, a certain Blitzman wants you to play Yakuza Six, Yakuza <laughs> Zero. Sorry, I misread that. Does this just pop up in the Discord? Thank you, loyal listener, Blitzman. All right, well then, yeah, you have, I, this, I you have two it. options. You can either play the hit game. That's right. Paradigm, I still have that. I still have that game. Or play what? What was it? Uh, Yamakaza. Yeah, Yamakaza. Dude, I play <laughs> Yamakaza. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, Yamaka, Yamaka Ball Z. Vito's gonna have it. Ball. It's only you know a, a several hour game. Vito's gonna have it done by next week. He's gonna he's gonna say John. Why didn't I play that sooner? That was a fun son of a gun. That's nice. I look forward nice so, for me to say. Flask, that's inscription? Yeah, no. Oh, yeah, Flask, go ahead. Have you aired out your bag? Say. No. You do you have just kind of went into paradigm talk. Yeah, sorry. Okay, yeah, I yeah, just yeah, really sorry, wanted sorry. to play it. That, that's why I asked. I suspected you might have more. That's fine. Yeah, go yeah. Ahead. Um, so, so Casey's mod has sort of become my, uh, like, downtime uh, thing of late. I've actually cool. gotten into just like picking it up whenever I'm do not doing something else or I'm watching something or whatever. Hey, um, I just want to say fuck you, Rocket League, and goodbye, Fall Guys. <laughs> Casey's uh, yeah, I haven't here. been into uh, Rocket League or Fall Guys as much recently. Uh, I didn't really have something like this, and I just you know since I finished the game, I was just like, yeah, for some reason it's it's kind of addicting. And I'm, I, wonder, I didn't yeah. think I was like a card guy, but uh, yeah. maybe this will be my entry into this world Man. maybe i'll try I, I got me one of those recently i'll talk Monster about on my round table give, give yourself a shot get, get, try out slay the spire because slay the spire yeah. is like one of my favorite OG games probably ever card. and it's just so fun and chill and so fucking playable you just pick it up and play it for a couple of hours so like it, it is a fun game and but i have a mobile now and like and the enormous stuff don't worry whenever, <laughs> we'll get you suited hey Flash, whenever, how do you feel about trains oh i said monster train is another one yeah Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Star Wars Slay um, Spire. That's like the king. I know. Well, it's um, right. But it, it, it's really funny that uh, John, that you would say that it, it was so unchallenging, because I've had so, like I have had so many broken runs uh, due to intelligent choices on my part, just be abruptly so, so killed when uh, RNG takes me out. Like it just doesn't draw me the cards I need at the right, like at the beginning. Well, to be fair, you guys are also talking about two different things, because I think that uh, the game is probably balanced differently in Casey's mod. I think John was Wasn't John talking about, about Casey's mod? John, I, I think mean, John was just talking go. about Act 1. Well, I was talking about Act 1. I mean, you can still kind of do the same things in Casey's mod, probably, but I, I'm, I'm guessing it is harder. Because, like, in Act 1, they, they always give you, like, a Mantis God, you know what I mean? Like, no matter yeah, what. Yeah, no, no, no. I had no trouble in in Act One of the base game, but I've had tons of trouble in Casey's mod. So, right. it, in Casey's mod, did you struggle at all? Did you get through it? Easily? Uh, well, I'll say this: I did. I did beat it 
twice. I beat it once, like with no mods or whatever, no buffs or anything like that or anything. And okay. then I put the one where like you don't get items, and I beat it. But this is also when it first released, so it's very possible they just oh, made it more difficult. I think they did. Yeah, this yeah, is like I months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, they might have done some some more uh, tweaking and stuff. But I, yeah, I, I okay. did beat it twice. And I, not that it wasn't. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, yeah, I mean, like you said, you're you're going farther, and yeah, it's, you don't have like the death card, so it definitely is more difficult than it would be in Act One. And yeah, like you said, you know, you could be totally kitted out and have that shark card or whatever, but then they could just have like a bunch of flying cards, and you're just like, oh shit. Yeah, I, I had a few time. runs. I mean, I won this way the first time, I th- and um, I forget how I did the second time. I've only won two runs so far, um, but I won it with uh, a Gek with a field mice ability so literally every time you play the geck it would a, a second one would appear in your hand oh hell yeah and they're okay. they're zero cost cards so you could just have infinite cards uh with one Man. one i can't remember how um, i won it was some bullshit. did you win a casey oh no not casey sorry i thought you were talking about act one i, I, oh. I won act one through some hilarious bullshit i can't remember what it was um so yeah i just have infinite zero cost one one cards that i could sacrifice at whim um, but I think that the next time I got that same like setup and I had all these really good bifurcated and trifurcated, uh, strikes on powerful cards, you know, that just destroy everything. Um, it just like, didn't serve me up the right cards at the beginning at, on the moon fight. And I just lost, like, there's no, there was no way around oh, it. I had, I had tried to divest myself of all unnecessary cards. I was doing all the right moves. It just didn't give me that run. You know, it took it away from me. Uh, so yeah, only sometimes. one two. You know, actually, I just started the game up to look at the the stat screen because I remember it being funny. Yeah, actually, it has well, it has, still has misplays on there, and I I, I want to know what the fuck that means. Yeah, uh, the misplays is a mystery. It drives uh, me mad because it often <clears throat> gives me a lot of them, and I'm like, I don't feel like I did that poorly. Uh, and then, but it also has mantis gods picked, which I think is funny. That is funny. I'd love to see you run a Casey run, just to see how you play. Yeah, I be done. I still have a download. I actually, I have one. Yeah, I have one victory, zero defeats, uh, five bosses defeated. Yes, yeah, so I guess I only did one playthrough. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because it sounds right. like, just from what I am gathering, it sounds like you might actually be better at this type of game than me. So, so it'd be interesting to see how well, someone like you would play. John is a master board game card game player. Yes, that's I, what, say, yeah, I probably, I probably that's just true. by virtue of playing more. I'm sure you. That's true. Gave it a few hours. You blow me out the water. You're way more organized than I am. <laughs> eh, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying no, but I think John, you're underselling how much being into stuff like Marvel versus for years has done to your different well, yeah, yeah, I scale. That's true. So I'd love to see you once you got the you. curve down. But yeah, I, I definitely play it. Yeah, I stream it. Yeah, okay. I mean, I, I credit most of my for the boys. I'm not great at those games, but I credit most of my card game skill from like playing a lot of Dominion in college. Right. Maybe I'll uh Flash. maybe I'm into card games now. Maybe I'll get better than all Hell of Hell yeah. Well uh That's it for me you know, though. If we have an upcoming event where we meet each other and hang out for a few days, we should play no. some Dominion. That that's not gonna game. happen. <laughs> not no. gonna fucking happen. Okay. Well No no well, with no, that no, Flask, no, I have to no, I only like no. I only like card it? games when they're video games. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that it for this week's that's it for me. round table? Okay. Fellas, uh, I enjoyed hearing about description and de- description. That's what, that's what that was called, right? That's what you oh. meant to say, yeah. The description I, I, of inscription. Thank you, Greg. 
Yeah, no problem. We are overdue for a break. So I'm going to call it here. The whole podcast, we're done for the night. And listeners, don't let that time on your podcast fool you. We will not be back in like 10 or 15 seconds. Just another hour of white noise. Don't worry about it. Just white noise. Greg's going to talk about anime. Casey's mod has got it going on. She's all I play. And I played I that's enough, Flash. That's enough. All right, it's done. Grow up. All right, Vito. Wait, so many times, like after like almost every episode, like you don't have to try so hard. All right, people like you. It's fine. You know, you don't have to do all these bits. I don't know. Do they like me? Have they been saying? Have they been saying they like me? I know. No, they haven't. Mod, but that you oh. know, think about it. You're only gonna write. You're only gonna write if you're like you're displeased. You know, like who actually like. Like, do you ever like email the Nutella Corporation? That's a good, like that was that's that was a good a really point. good. That was some really good Nutella. Yeah. Who do you think their favorite is? Is it me? Uh, I know that answer, and you don't want to know. You know. Just think it about it. It would get to my head. It would get to my head. It, it would get know. to your head, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, you're a good friend, Andy. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Flask, uh, I have some unrelated, really good news for you that I don't want you to tell the others, though. Sweet. Did any of you guys played uh, Dicey Dungeons at all? Dicey no, Dungeons. I've had my eye on it. Uh, I haven't played it. it yet. Have you played it, John? Or just yeah, I, I own it. Have you played it? Did, did you play it? Yeah. Well, I mean, I own it. Yeah. I, yeah, I got. I got uh, <laughs> That's not the same a number thing. of hours in it. Yeah. I mean, well, I, fair, look, fair, I'm, I'm never gonna fucking. The same thing. I'm never gonna buy fucking nothing and not play it. You hear me? I okay. own it. I play it. I recommend it. So okay. if we buy you something. It will be played. It's now, there's the back order. Knoxville bought me this. Uh, and then you're going to think I said Sex with Stalin. He bought me a game before that. that I was going to stream in October and I just didn't. Uh, wow, so you're, you're, you're due. I am. I am. I have a backlog. Something under the lighthouse. What's okay. what? What it's called, I believe. Oh, something the, horror the, game? The title yeah. is Something Under the Lighthouse. Oh, I, I, oh, I own no that. No one lives under I the lighthouse. It. Or no yeah. one lives under the lighthouse. Yeah, yeah, I, I did. Why did you buy that for you? I, uh, I don't know why he bought it for me. He's a good friend. He's a good friend. It's, it's a good Jesus, little, it's a good what the game. fuck? I played yeah. it for seven, 17 minutes. Vito, back <laughs> off. I own it. I mean, if you play it, I'll, I'll play it. We can play it. Together. Vito, just back off. Right? But anyways, dice, dice, dungeons. I was stalling. I have eight hours in it, um, and I think maybe I played it when it. I don't know if this was an early access game or not. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I recommend it. It's good. It's got a it's got Game Pass too. Yeah, it's it's oh, also in Game Pass. Oh, if it's on Game Pass, then I thousand percent recommend it. Yeah, it's a fun mix. I think you'd like the, uh, the little characters and, and the the jokes they they tell out. I think you'd enjoy that. All right. And it's not like a full card game. You got dice in there too. That's how they mix yeah. it up. All right, welcome back, everybody. We still have a Thank few you. roundtables left before the news. Boom. Again, again, I was welcoming back the listeners. You guys were Damn already it. here. There's no need for me to welcome you back. Thank you. Here. Welcome well, to you, they too. were already here, too. You gotta well, be they might have gone off and got a snack. Hey, welcome to everybody. You did tell I them that I the podcast welcoming. was not going to resume. So. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but they know me. They know, they me. know your, little, your little gags. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, I guess I'll shoot through my round table real quick. We played a little bit of Streets of Rogue, which I don't know if 
I think it's notable because that's a really fun game that, uh, I keep forgetting how fun it is until we play it. I'm excited for Streets of Rogue 2. I don't know if we talked about it on the pod, but... No, we didn't. We could talk about it. Yeah, I kind of want to bring that up a little bit. We, we've played well, a yeah. lot of Streets of Rogue. We, this is not the first time you've played Streets of Rogue. We played a shit time. No, no, certainly not. No, and We've talked no, about it on the pod, too. I think. We, we have. Um, but there was a news recently that the developer posted, like a week ago, uh, news of a sequel, which we had heard about, um, but he wanted, wanted to be fully open world, procedurally generated, uh, approximately 3,000 times the size of a Streets of Rogue One level. Insane. Uh, totally different kind of game, which, like, man, that game is so insane. It's hard for me to imagine, like, that insanity propagating out on an open world. You know what I mean? Almost too crazy. Yeah, like, I, I kind of just imagine... Like, how's my CPU going to handle that? Well, I mean, isn't that how games are rendered today? Where, like, they render within a certain distance from uh, yeah, the character? Yeah, I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of shit going on in Streets of Rogue, you know? I, I imagine that it's just going to be like playing Streets of Rogue, but the level's not going to have borders where the map ends. If you want, you could just continue for yeah, fucking 3, forever. 3,000 times, but it's like, I don't know, yeah, I... I the travels, but scene. it's and not. They, they said they're gonna have. But it's cars. not like you're gonna be. You're not gonna be using all of that. It's right. gonna be un- unnecessary. But I'm sure it's easy to to render in 2D, isometric, and you know. I'm, I'm not being a hater. I think they're gonna uh, just getting around. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And they said there's gonna be cars, which is gonna be cool. That's cool. Yeah. But uh, um, I'm excited for that to see more about it. Uh, I kind of had this thought earlier when I was thinking about the game, uh, you know, people's big quests are going to be fun. Like, what if you play one run and somebody's big quest has them take take you, like, out of the way into this forest cave that you don't usually go to, and then this other guy's big quest has you go to this, like, little town, you know, for, out of your way. Like, yeah, big yeah, quests, sure. like, help, help yeah. guide, like, your travel and exploring through the open world. And that, Imagine that how chaotic like, zombies going to be. If that's what I was thinking, too. Back. Like, chaotic or, like, the gorilla pack. Oh, my God. You know, shit like that. The zombie gorilla pack? Oh, hell yeah. No, it's... uh, uh, I think it's going to be a good... There's also going to be dungeons? A day and night cycle? Yeah, and see, like, dungeons might just be, like, the normal, like, Streets of Rogue map, maybe. Like, you go into it, it takes you, like, an instance. Yeah. And, uh, there's going to be building of some sort. I mean, that would be cool if it's, like, a... Like, a campaign and shit, like, feel kind of like, uh... Like a little pixel art D and D thing, you know, like you gotta like rest at night and that kind of thing on your travel to the to the city or whatever, shit like that. Yeah, yeah, they got a bunch of different angles they can you can go at it from. It uh, good... He did. I, I think he's like said pretty much every time he's talked about this game that uh, you know, do not expect anything anything anytime soon. So we'll just have to wait and see more about that. Fun game, Streets of Rogue. We also played some Divinity. We kind of already talked about that. I think I'm getting... I think I'm going to shelve the single-player run right now. Um, I've been playing a lot of Divinity, and I think some of the gameplay mechanics, at least where I'm at in the game, are kind of, like, draining me. Like, uh, I'm at a part in Act 2 where pretty much anyone I can fight is punching just a little bit above my weight, and... That means that the fight is going to be like a long drawn out thing where I take out their armor, then I CC them, and you know there's like a, a formula to it at a certain point once you get your build down right. And managing the armor skills and builds of four characters versus one 
it is truly exhausting. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's uh... not knocking the game at all. You know, I think that just more speaks to how much I've been playing that game recently because of all yeah, our, yeah, all me, our different you runs, runs going on. You know, we got the yeah, yeah. So I don't need the single player one right now. I'm trying to pick up some other single player games in my life. I haven't picked it back up yet, but uh, Cruelty Squad Teardown both have been back in my eye because I never played part two of Teardown. I only played the first few levels of Cruelty Squad, but I really dug that vibe. Uh, I also have the Outer Wilds DLC. I need to. Play oh, you didn't beat that yet? Point. No, not yet. I beat it when, and Vito beat it, I think. Yeah, yeah. I'll beat it when Vito beats Yakuza Zero. Look, man, right, do you well, want to become a Vito? Because I see that on the, the horizon. Speaking of Vito, Ready or Not had a little content update. All right, okay. I apologize. Who who the devs of Ready or Not? I formally apologize, okay? It wasn't as easy as just adding a game mode. Oh, yeah, John. I don't know if you were there in the most recent sessions, but we were playing some of the new game modes that Ready or Not added in its January content update. And Vito was constantly surprised at like how new the game mode was and like how many different things were in the game mode, like like different parts of the Dude, map. The, the hotel, like the hotel, was straight crazy. I don't know if you saw that, John, but the active shooter mode on the hotel, you start out, it's like broad daylight. You start out in the front of the hotel with like the whole squad there, like waiting for you to go in, and you like enter through the front of the hotel. It's like a and then totally there's like an the hotel, entire, like yeah, there's a huge lobby. There's an entire map and it's like this beautiful luxury hotel it looks nothing like the other part of the map and it connects it connects to the the other part of the map that we know but yeah. it's literally a whole map's worth of material and they did that to uh park homes as well there's a whole new outside area new street new buildings it's crazy the maps are if they weren't chagunda before now they are they're huge um and they said they improved the AI, and after playing, like, I don't know, like, maybe six to ten-ish games since that patch, they definitely have. Like, AI is, like, 100% better. That was my major complaint of the game, and right now I'm not really complaining at all. Like, AI seems to be reacting exactly when you want them to. You know, they're not, like, doing any more of that crazy fling bullshit. You don't have to punch them over and over again. Some of them are a little bit stubborn, but, like, that's that's normal. You know? that's. Uh, I was really glad to see that they fix that pretty quickly yeah they added some new guns right yeah there's a new, new pepper equipment. ball gun a couple of pepper ball guns i think there's a new equipment it's a sizable yeah. first update it really sizable first update yeah really made me feel good about buying that game for 40 bucks early access i was like uh, at first i i didn't think i was like yeah maybe this isn't worth the price but i'm having fun i had a lot of fun first update very very good media update yeah, there's a lot of content there for sure. If if that's to show what's to come, I'm I'm excited. Oh, and the test levels. The test levels look really cool. They added like two or three. Oh yeah, they did. Uh, yeah, the penthouse. That was yeah. cool. Yeah, ready or not, I still recommend early access. I also purchased recently Planescape Torment. And I played got throughout the tutorial here there. That game is like Dangerous, dangerously close to filtering me because of how dated it is. Wait a second. I want to just say... Sorry, it just... We've talked about this before. Did, did I somehow think that you had played it when you hadn't? 
Yeah, we've had this conversation like okay. two or three times <laughs> where where I bring that game up and you're like, just have this stunned moment of like, wait, you haven't played it? <laughs> it's one of those things I can't get through my head. I feel like it's it all stems from us talking about it like a long time ago. Yeah, and for some reason, yeah. I thought that you had played it around the same time as I did. Well, you know, the game is a. Uh, like, I can already see the writing is really great. I mean, that's, yeah. that's what everybody talks about. The game is really dated, though. And like, I am kind of pushing it against kind of feels like wading through mud some of the game's mechanics some of that probably comes from playing divinity a lot which is a much more modern version of one of those games mm-hmm. but like that i'm really feeling it i want to say fuck you personally to anybody that you, when you google is planescape torment still dated people will say like hell no it definitely holds <laughs> up uh i'm sure it does but oh, you, fuck you those will, people you will be playing like a game that is years and years behind what you expect out of quality of life of an isometric CRPG. That's just fair to say. I think yeah, we've I also... Someone told me, like, Psychonauts 1 was fucking still held up. God, I hate people like that. <sighs> yeah, yeah, me sure. too. Um, you know, I, I played Planescape uh, over a decade ago, like, maybe around that time, over a decade. Um, but I don't know if, like, if I played the exact same type of game now, if I'd feel more filtered by it now, because that's an extra huge chunk of life to, to get away from older games, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like the further we get away from that era, the harder it is to go back, especially when we're not people who like necessarily we're playing those games all the time in like our teens or something like that like we weren't we weren't quite old enough to have that as like a like a a very concrete baseline we were just old we just old enough yeah i I have have no nostalgia for this thing exactly and and i'm not faulting the game of course for any of that that's just speaking to the experience of playing a game made like 20 years ago um that being said uh, very very early on in the game you have a really intriguing dialogue about somebody and you learn about this cult of uh, uh, people who seek a true death. And um, I mean, the game throws you like headfirst into existentialist like philosophy about like life and death. You know what I mean? And uh, if you're the kind of nerd for that kind of stuff, like I am, I think that game oh, would yeah. definitely tickle you fancy. I'm for excited sure, to see more of where that goes. I, I hope that I can muster it past me to get through all the the mud, so to speak. I hope so too, because I, I would have always recommended that game to you. And um, it has oh, one it's of been on my dome for a while. That's, yeah. that's why I kind of just like on a whim bought it on this sale. That was the only thing I bought on the sale. Well, that's not quite true. I, I have one other game to talk about. But I don't think it was on the sale. It has one of the most interesting uh, protagonists <laughs> like ever. It's oh, just, yeah. Yeah. The I'm, name I'm was sure one really inspired cool. so many uh, subsequent storylines. And then uh, I also bought a little three-dollar game that I think John talked about last oh, week. He did. Yep, and I bought a cuckold simulator. Um, <laughs> ah, pretty good, pretty good. No, um, Vampire Survivors is really cool. I'm liking the game oh, a lot. I think I think you guys right said now. everything to say about it, but you know, feels real fun to have like a game that like hits me in my like RPG sense it's not like too hard like it, it looks like a bullet hell but like you're literally just moving the joystick around 
you know, so you just pretty much have to think about what build you're making and your positioning. You know, it's a really simple game just to hop in and out of. As you said, Flash, like Inscription was kind of like becoming your downtime game. Mm-hmm. More and more, I'm just throwing up Vampire Survivors because it's so easy to do. Right. Yeah. You know, maximum, you're going to be doing it 30 minutes. It's easy. You know, flashing colors, loot boxes. <laughs> I still have not lasted 30 minutes yet. Oh, I've, you'll get uh, there. My highest was 29.20, and God, it gets <sighs> it gets hard. Hey, speaking of games that are inexplicably hot right now, what's with everyone playing Wordle? Dude, people, that is so popular on Twitter. I always see people posting their Twitter. I wasn't going to bring that up on the news, but I just can drop a quick line about it. I didn't even know New York Times did this, but New York Times recently purchased that game. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Oh, I mean, it's just like the new words that. with friends, you know. There's yeah. always some sort of phone game or that quiz game that was going on a couple of years ago. Quiz it. I mean, I, I played it a bit as much as or one can up. play it. But, oh, quiz up was great. Um, but it's just, you know, pretty simple. It's enjoyable for what it is. It's just yeah, I just want to explain it to me. It sounded new fun. Uh, yeah. I was on the ground floor of quiz up, and I was... On a leaderboard at one point for the chemistry section. Oh, for sure. It, Quiz Up is the one that had all the categories of like user submitted questions, yeah. right? Yeah. I loved that thing and it, it died and nothing has replaced it since. And sad. I, I liked that uh I liked that game that we played at the fire. That was a lot of fun. Oh, heads uh, oh yeah. We, was that was that just heads up? Heads up. up. Yeah. That, yeah, that was fun. Yes, yes. Someone make a quiz up game. replacement, please. Do it. Uh, that's almost it. I, I have I have been doing some stuff on the TV movie front recently. Nothing too notable to talk about. Uh, I kind of brought this up on the Discord. I don't really have a whole lot to say, but I watched through um, several seasons of Weeds, which at one point I felt like was one of those shows that people would talk about in the same vein as like Sopranos and Wire is like a show I should really watch. Maybe that was just like mid two thousands before. Some better, sh- better shows. There was an era, yeah. Um, because I I find weeds to be perfectly enjoyable most of the time, but to be like a mostly completely unremarkable show, and certainly not prestige television. Yeah, it's not one that I get the sense has withstood the test of time and and is still yeah. regarded very well. And, and I mean, I think part of that is is definitely like it's hard to take. And the show does not take itself super seriously, so don't get me wrong, but it's hard to take it seriously when it's a show about, like, a weed kingpin in California. Um, not to say that legalization has completely dated it, but it does... Weed has uh, come afar. There's, so, there, there's, there's something off about the vibe to when the show tries to do drama that just, like, never, ever works, and I don't know what it is. It's hard for me to put into words, but it's it's kind of like this like daytime TV type of drama where um, you have a core of five or six people and they're always getting into death defying hijinks and at, and and it's a show that like there's never any stakes that feel real. You know what I mean? Like there's never any like yeah characters that die that are important. Um, you sound so jealous right now. And when they do, it's it's off screen. <laughs> like that that's another thing that like the show didn't has not like aged well compared to like other drug. Shows like it, like Boardwalk and Breaking Bad and The Wire and all them. Um, 
I'm not to say you have to do violence, but if like your subject matter is like a violent kingpin, it feels tame when like you pull the character off screen and then you know you maybe see a quick splash of blood, but they're dead. There's no punch to it. Maybe that's you know the the overarching problem is that it's it's supposed to be lightweight, so they're they always pull their punches. I think that that is a big problem. Yeah, a great second monitor show. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. That's weeds. That's about all Buns. I got. Oh, on weeds though, uh, I've always been a big fan of Kevin Nealon, but he's great in that show. There are there's definitely some notable highlights, but that's about it. The protagonist is a woman, though, right? Mary Louise Parker. Yeah, she's yeah, also really okay. good. That's my round table. Flasks, you've already done yours, and Vito. I don't know if you had anything other than Death's Door. I just wanted to cross you off if you didn't. Uh, not, um... Yeah, I'll take that as a yes. Oh, wow, great. So, you know, thank. Oh, sorry. It's fumbling my mute button. Um, not really. That was the big one. Um, I bought Katana Zero during the uh, Lunar Year sale on Steam. Nah, I can't put it in the back burner, though. Played that for a bit. That one's fun. It's kind of like, uh, it's incredibly stylish. The, uh... Uh, it's got really good music. Yeah, great soundtrack. The 2D artwork is like some of the best I've seen in a game like that. It's basically like Hotline Miami, um, but there's more like a, a narrative to it. Uh, I haven't beaten yet. It, I don't know how long it is, but I'm sure that'll be beat by next week. Um, Windjammers 2 is a game I was playing around with a little oh bit. My. Is that that uh, uh, frisbee game? It's gonna be about wind jam. I'm tired. It's of pretty much pretty much the new hot game jammers. of the Discord. Everyone's gonna be playing it soon. I heard uh, an interesting anecdote about that game. Um, first off, Vito's not the only person I've heard describe it as like a really cool, fun time. So what I'm about to say is not me undercutting you. I don't I definitely know how much it. he paid you, but it kind of just speaks to like bad. Game Pass um, numbers. Is that I guess. Either at some point you could, or maybe you still can see the number of players in like a queue. And on the PlayStation, it was apparently like pretty quickly in like the single or barely double digits. But on Game Pass, it's like has a healthy like still sub one thousand, but a but a decent enough community. Just speaks mm-hmm. to what the Game Pass can do for a game. Um, oh yeah, Microsoft for Xbox, sure. I mean, Game Pass for PC. And it's a pretty low price. <laughs> this is a game I would have I would have passed on if it was on Steam, but that's uh-huh. the beauty of Game Pass. It's uh, you would have passed, so you pass. No, I didn't. I didn't pass it. No, no I'm saying you would have passed, so you pass. pass. So you, pass. you get it? You passed instead of passing. You pass, so you pass. Like passing, like are you making a joke about the game? Like you pass. Game pass. I, I want to pass on oh, that game, game bro. Gotcha. Bro, don't pass on that game. Game Pass that game. Nice. Uh, yeah, because it's on Game Pass, I gave it a try. It's fucking fun. It's a fun little... Uh, it's So Windjammers 1 is... Hold on, I want to look this up because I don't want to see... Too old to really be enjoyed anymore, yeah. Stupid. Uh, Windjammers 1 was oh. released... God, you look so damn for stupid. For right the Neo Geo... Yeah. 1994. This is the old one. Windjammers 2. Oh, yeah, that's an old one. Is like a updated version. So I hear. Like, what so if, is, uh, is Windjammers 2 like a new release in 2022? Or 
or is that like a re, re like a version that's coming that was released like ten years ago? Like what what is one year miss two? No, from what I understand, it's a it's a new game, but it's like okay. made in the okay. same style as Windjammers one. So it's still uh, you know, retro looking two D game. Gotcha, um, gotcha. But it's you know, it's a little more I, I just didn't know if it was brand brand new or not. That's cool. Yeah, I think I think so, and it's fun. It's a it's a disc. It's a one v one disc throwing game, um, but it, it plays much like a fighting game because there's a pretty comp. I don't want to say there's a complex move set, but the there's a move set. What you could do with that move set with two players, uh, the gameplay gets pretty pretty complex. I would cool. say, and uh, it's a lot of fun. I, I wish you guys would try it out with me. I will, um, but you, you realize like the last few times you've asked, it's been like midnight the night before I have work, right? Like I'm not going to play a game at that point. Yeah, but it's not start a new game. But I'm definitely down to play. My best man, my best, my best man would do it. I'm just saying. What about you? Yeah, worst? I said I would. Uh, other than that, I don't really have anything. I'll just mention real quick, just so it looks like I did stuff. I saw 1917 for the first time. Okay. Good movie. Dude, I bad. love that movie. It's a good movie. I, I thought the um, the the gimmick of everything looking like it's been one shot. The cinematography, really, it's fucking really, awesome, dude. Well, the cinematography is great, but the movie's made to like, look like it was shot like in it's, one yeah. in one yeah. shot, and and it, it, I thought it really added to it. It kind of like I don't know, you feel like you're Immersed there. You it really in the experience brings, yeah, exactly. I thought it was, I thought it was really great. I liked it. Me too. Um, and I also watched. Uh, Rewatched Evil Dead and Army of Darkness with my girlfriend because she never seen them. Wait, and those movies, so those movies are phenomenal. The first Evil Dead and uh, sorry, um, Evil no 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 Evil Dead two and Army okay. of Darkness because oh, right. uh, I she doesn't really like scary movies. Evil Dead one is more like a horror movie, even though it's still a little goofy. So I was like, you're gonna like this Evil Dead two and Army of Darkness, and she loved them for upping the goofiness. Yeah, yeah, they're just so silly and they're they're incredible and actually. Maybe you could help me with this flask. I remember there being a show, Ash vs. Evil Dead. Yes. And now, after watching those movies, I'm like, maybe I should check those out. And I saw that they're, they've got good reviews. Yeah, for the most fun part. show. I, I, I watched it. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it went out for amazing, a few years. But good. A few seasons. Um, I think it's three it's seasons. One, it's one of those shows that I was watching week to week, and I felt the entire time that it would be a better binge show than a week to week show. because. Huh. Some episodes are just like one thing they do the entire episode. So it feels very like uh, like it should be watched as a continuous story. Uh, but it has a lot of the fun that you would want from an Evil Dead thing. <laughs> so okay. I do recommend it. Yeah. yeah, because that was after watching those, I was like, man, I wish they just kept making these movies like <laughs> a la fucking um, what's the guy uh, who goes to work and goes to the beach and goes to <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Those movies. Uh, what's the guy's name? He Ernest? goes. Ernest. Yeah, I don't know. Like it could have been like a oh, whole series. Yeah. Like Talk fucking. Uh, you know what they should have done? The they should have done an Ash versus like, Ernest. Uh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but that's it. That's all I got, guys. All right, Greg. Hey, you, you, you originally had a turn over an hour ago, but John said no. Yep, he said no, and I've been waiting patiently ever since. <laughs> I just want what felt right. 
Well, so I'm great. What did. have you been doing the last uh, couple weeks? Or I only have one thing to games. talk about. All right. Uh, so I beat a game. I played a game, and I beat a game. The game, beat uh, a game. Lost in random. Oh, I, yes. uh, I've been meaning to talk about this for a while. Uh, or I guess a few days. Uh, so, uh, Lost in Random, um, I played it, beat it. Uh, that is now one of my top 10 favorite games, I think. Wow. wow. Like, uh, of all time. Guys lost in of random. all time. Damn. I loved that game. That game was so much fun. It was so cool. The art style is great. I like the music. I like the characters. I like the locations. I just love the whole thing. It was great. Yeah, the game does um, seem really cool. I highly recommend. I'm not going to talk about spoilers because I recommend you all very oh, much yeah. play it. Blask, yeah, I think you like list. it a lot. Uh, I'm sure I would. Everyone else, you know, I think you'd like it as well. Uh, the card, I didn't think I was going to like it because I was playing it. And it turns out it was like a card game, kind of. Where you have to like draw decks and then like you roll the die, you roll a dice and you use that number of uh, dice to pick your cards uh, depending on what you get. And I was like, oh, I don't think that's going to be cool, but it was really, really fun and enjoyable, and it's super easy. Uh, there's just a bunch of like crazy uh, moves you can do, like a bunch of crazy cards you can get. I think at the end of the game, I had this setup where I would. Uh, Make a, I would roll my dice. If I got a high number, I could usually uh, draw a bunch of cards. And I would usually put bombs on the field and have a giant hand that just comes out of nowhere and slaps people into the ground. So it would knock them down and then it would shoot the bombs with like a bow and arrow. And it would just kill all the enemies nearby. And that was just kind of most of the way I played that game. But Ooh, there's like a bunch of ways you can play. You can get like a, a lance. You can get hammer. It's oh, there's a bunch of shit you can do. Crazy bunch, bunch of combinations. Um, the enemies are, uh, like I said, like all the enemies I thought were cool. Uh, all the characters are fucking super. Like they're all, uh, they all kind of remind me of um, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas a little bit. Like the whole Tim yeah, Burton. Yeah, I was watching your your gameplay and I was like, oh, this is Tim Burton. Yeah, dude. Right away, the uh, style. Yeah, that is one of my favorite uh, like styles. Like the whole uh. Like depressing look, I I want to say I guess, uh, but yeah, there's a lot of a uh, lot of good a lot of good characters, uh, a lot of good enemies, a lot of creepy enemy designs, which I thought was uh like very interesting. There were some uh there were some goofs, some gaffs, in it also, which was enjoyable. Uh, just right, overall, I'll give me some goofs and gaffs. Overall, a really good game. Uh, cool. I like all the character. I like the character, the main character, even. She, uh, the main thing is, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I just, I like that game. It was really good. I highly recommend it. I don't want to get super into it. Let me ask but you. Your main thing is. Related. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, sure. I was just gonna say, like, the main story is you're just trying to, uh, you're you're playing as even, and your sister Odd was, uh, was taken by the queen of, uh. Of random, the whole world is called random, and uh, on your twelfth birthday, you can roll the queen's dice, and depending on what you roll the dice, uh, one through six, you get sent to one of the six areas to live. You can either be uh, one croft, two town, uh, three dumb, 
Forberg, five Tropolis, or Sixtopia, if you're really lucky. No, if you ain't from Forberg, get the fuck out my face. <laughs> no, let me just say, people from Forberg, they're garbage. I'm uh, a big fan of Three Dumb. Three Dumb, I'll kill you. Three Dumb, Three Dumb is my. I love Three Dumb. I love I hanging out of Three. Three Dumb is my favorite area. I do plan on playing it after I beat. John, I gotta say, you're more of a two town. You're oh. more of a two town kind of boy. These make me think of Earthbound. <laughs> The I love the name. The scenes, naming scheme yeah. of a lot of the stuff For is sure. really funny. Uh, but yeah, I highly recommend it. Okay. I uh, I would love to uh, if you guys play it, I would love to do a talk talk about that game. So now you got Outer Wilds next, then, right? Uh do you want me to? No, I'm not gonna even tell you because you'll just be mad. Never mind. He watched. He watched a VTuber play it. No, I, I <laughs> thought about it. So all right, I'll say it. So I thought about it. And I was like, I dude, I really truth. don't want to. I really don't want to play this game. And then I uninstalled it. Yeah, that's fine. I'll, uh, did it's did on you the watch list, a VTuber but... play it? You did, didn't you? Right? No, I haven't watched a VTuber play it. Oh, I'm I thought not. you said you did. I have before. not. No. Alright, bring okay. up the tapes. I've watched. Uh, I've watched parts of the uh, the DLC. Oh, okay. Yeah, that. But I, I, right. I, I know like bits and pieces of the uh, full thing, but I don't have the whole picture. I don't think you would know enough that it would ruin your your. Uh, I do not think I know enough. Game, you know. I can almost guarantee it yeah. that I don't Sorry. know enough. Oh, so um, the tangential question I was going to ask you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> do you? So we were saying like, oh, it's you know, Nightmare Before Christmas, Tim Burton style. Do you, do you regard that style as more Tim Burton or Henry Selleck? Because Tim Burton uh, produced Nightmare Before Christmas, Henry Selleck directed it. Henry Selleck went on to direct, uh, you know, James the Giant Peach and Coraline and stuff like that. So he went on to do more stop motion stuff that had that nice little creepy yeah, you know, style. Yeah, the man I always thought that like, James and the Giant Peach. Tim Burton did. Oh, sorry for cutting uh, Corpse you Bride off. My as bad. well. Frank and Weenie too, right? Yeah, and Frank and Weenie. Yeah, Weenie. I was yeah. Say, so he also like, did stop motion creepy stuff. I like. Uh, I thought Tim Burton did uh, James and the Giant Peach. I didn't know it was. Uh, Jane or whatever the fuck the name is. I'm uh, sorry. Oh, Henry Selleck. Yeah. I, yeah, true. He also did Monkey Bone. Well, <laughs> I uh like well, all those styles. That's dude. That is definitely like one of my favorite styles. I think. In I love yeah, it. Yeah. It's it's a oh, yeah. it's such a nice style to look at, and it gives you like it, it gives you like kind of like a sense of like unease, but also like oh this is really nice looking. Cozy I love unease. stop motion is awesome, dude. Stop motion and that creepy ass stop I motion think so too. shit. Oh, so good. I agree. That's why that I'm excited cool. for that game we keep talking about randomly. The, dude, uh, that game looks insane. I can't. Wait I, for I that. cannot remember that remember in the game's name, but it's just it's just <laughs> so it's fun. That's funny. But yeah, dude. I uh or dudes, I rec. I highly recommend that game. I saw it's. Lovely. I I definitely th I think they're gonna make a sequel because there's a lot of shit that like happens during the game that they don't talk about. The game so is I think Voca Bulantis. What are you guys talking? Oh, the new one. That might new... it's that uh that Uncanny Valley game the in the submarine with the people who are like kind of look real but they also kind of look like puppets. They're puppets. They are pu They're literally puppets. Yeah, but they kind of look like real. This game and it's like weird. Actually, yeah, I know which. No, actually, no, no. This is not what I was thinking about. I don't know. I think it's sort of pirate thing, but I think it's a movie. What the fuck so is stop, this? Stop, stop motion. Yeah, stop motion using thing. using puppets. 
Oh man, I don't know where I was when they announced this one. This looks cool. Oh yeah, dude, this is this looks awesome. This was uh yeah, dude. Uh this I really was excited. I'm really excited for this game. That looks so crazy. Um but yeah, that's uh that's my Lost and Random. My fave one of my favorite games. I super recommend it. It didn't All go right. up to your uh, favorite game, did it? One other thing I sadly I gotta talk about. I only played it for like an hour, but I, I gotta give it some credit because it's pretty dang cool. Uh Hidden Deep. Uh it's a game. It came out uh came out last week on the twenty fourth. It's a side scroller, a two D side scroller game. Uh where you're basically on I think uh I think you're on Mars or Jupiter, or you're on some planet, and it's basically like uh, the thing uh, where you're this dude, and you're basically getting all these missions, and there's just crazy monsters like in this entire cave system you're exploring. What's the uh, like? What's the uh, perspective or whatever? You know, like uh, it's like um, you ever played Bar Trauma? Uh, is it so? It's like side. Yeah, or... it's like a side view. Okay, okay. I'll uh, here. I'll post it in chat real quick. Uh, but yeah, that uh, I started playing that. I um, like I said, I only have an hour of it in, but it's uh, it's pretty funny. It's an enjoyable game. It has a co-op mode also. I'd love to uh, try that out with one of you guys. I think it'd be a lot of fun. All right, cool. Is that all you got, Greg? Oh uh, yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got. By Aliens, right. The Thing, and Half-Life. Well, fellas, we've been going on a while, but we still have a little bit of news to discuss. Uh, first off, Who's... Lucifer and Biscuit Hammer, something I have no idea about, is going to receive an anime adaptation in July 2022. Yeah, what is, well, is it supposed to be something popular? What is it? it, it exactly not popular. Well, it's not one that I think I would ever expect to have had to, to get an anime adaptation now. Greg, have you have you read Lucifer and Biscuit Hammer? Oh, I've seen this before. I'm looking at it now. I saw this like okay, years yeah. ago, but I never read it. From like the mid 2000s. Um 16 years old. This looks like 2005. Um and this this author has a few uh manga that were popular around that time. But it's just it's just interesting that it's it's getting an anime adaptation so much I want to see what other stuff because this guy's art looks yeah, familiar. So so long, but it strikes a very particular tone, and that it's like a sort of like a shonen deconstruction of sorts. Uh, you got like the average Joe hero and the the plucky girl, who definitely don't fit into the expected molds. Um, but I'd say it, I'd say it still retains more humor and uh, okay. cuteness than your than your true deconstruction. Um, but mostly, I just yeah, I just threw this on here because I was like curious if Greg had ever read it, and uh, I have read it, and I was surprised that it was getting an adaptation in 2022. <laughs> cool. Well, anime fans, keep your eyes out. Maybe it'll. I won't watch it. I, won't I have it. definitely read a few of their okay. things. I, I can say that. I will definitely. That's all right. No, no matter what, like I'm not gonna. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I'm really not. Gonna. I will not be watching that. Okay. But you know what I will be watching? What? Star Wars? Uh, I'm going to be watching 
Yeah, sure. Why not? I'll be watching three new games from Respawn, Star Wars games specifically. Well, you could play those too. Nah, I'm not gonna. You I, play, I actually uh, probably won't. I might play one of them. You could play the Fallen Order sequel. You could watch the I new first-person shooter game. Ooh, I gotta play, play Fall. Fallen I gotta play the sequel. first Fallen Order. I will not play the FPS or strategy game. Um, unless so there, this is. I mean, this is very typical Star Wars mold to follow, right? Like, you have your Jedi game, you have your Doom clone game, and then you have your Empires, or Galaxies, say, or whatever it was called. I wouldn't be surprised if the Empire FPS is just, like, a RTS. sequel to, um... What was their... Fuck, what was that, like, first Republic birthday of the 360? Commando. Yeah, Republic Commando games, which were actually yeah. pretty solid. I mean, they Those were, were pretty games. sick. Uh, I think people would welcome that. Yeah, strategy game that could be anything but yeah i don't know star wars is fine i liked jedi fallen order i'm sure a sequel i'll enjoy too but i'm not uh i mean Re respawn is a developer with some pedigree i guess is what makes this somewhat notable you know yeah. it, it'll be cool to see them execute well on these things yeah it seems like they're just the star wars studio now though that's just like their yeah. job which i mean hey they're making good games fuck it better they have it than someone shitting out you know whatever They've been kind of impressive the last few years. How they've been, they they have Apex and then they have Star Wars and they have Control. Very different things that they're, you know, shooting. Oh, they're Control high people too. On. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. They can wait, no, I'm, I'm a player game. Wait, no, 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 it's not. Is wait, is Control Remedy? Am I completely? I think Control is Remedy, right? That's okay, my bad. But still, Star Wars, Apex. You know, they they got a lot going on. You you know respawn because. Uh, you can run on the walls. You can, oh, you can run okay. on the walls. On the walls, you can run. The fuck is that going? Well, you can run, friend. Probably in the next game made by Bungie Studios, which is going to be published. <laughs> you don't know that by Sony. Hey, you're making a lot. Actually, of that's not even true. Bungie is now owned by Sony, <laughs> independently publishing. Um, for a uh, sale of $3.6 billion, Sony's acquiring, or set to acquire Bungie. Uh, Is Bungie worth $3.6 billion? Uh, so, yeah, Microsoft, you could buy stuff. We could buy stuff too. Well, we can I, buy your old. I, you know, son. valuations yeah. is kind of funny. We're going to buy like, you where it hurts. I think you take how much money they bring in, and then, like, you will also add in quite a lot for, like, the reputation. Like, the fact that Bungie... Yeah. I was kind of posting about this, but, like, the fact that Bungie made Halo a genre-defining game that blew up the world, and then they made Destiny another genre-defining game that blew up the world, and those are, like, the only two things they've made, so they've basically had nothing but genre-defining, world-exploding games in their pedigree since, like, 2000. Uh, I, I, they could argue a lot on their valuation. You know, on the on the promise of what their next few games can bring, mm -hmm. they they pretty much don't have failures in their pedigree. You know, I mean, like their their only notable failures as a studio are like business dealings, like publisher fallout with Activision, you know, uh, with Microsoft, that type of thing. Yeah, that all being said, I'm just not. I mean, I guess I don't know a PlayStation Five yeah. yet. I mean, I will eventually, but. I don't know this one's not as fancy as Bethesda, or definitely not as fancy as. Uh... Oh yeah, don't get me wrong, it's it's not. Yeah, I think it's just because we're not 
gamers who ever cared about like destiny but like so for us bungie kind of like escaped our consciousness fell off the the xbox 360 (laughs) but like yeah definitely i'm saying all that as a guy who agrees with you but like i do think that we're just kind of blind here to how much bungie could be worth because destiny is like insanely impactful for like what it did to the gaming industry and like how much it captured people's attention I mean, it basically, uh, if it didn't invent, it, like, made popular and, like, almost standardized the concept of games as a service as being something that you could do to a game uh, that's not an MMORPG. Oh, thank you, you, Bungie. Thank you very much. (laughs) Uh, I don't like it. Don't get me wrong. I hate it. No, no. Just speaking rationally, you know. Yeah, I didn't really think of that at all until you mentioned it. Because uh, none of us play Destiny because we're all. Uh, Our brain's a little bit too wrinkled. adults. Sorry. Yeah. And, then, and then, like I said, the other game they made, Halo, is like still the flagship pro- flagship like game of Microsoft Studios. You know what I mean? Yeah. Remember Halo? I, I remember do. it. I do, I do. On happier news, or maybe news that we can reflect more positively about. Uh, Psychonauts 2 has won Game of the Year at the New York Game Awards. So New York considers it the Game of the Year. Yeah. Said uh, I don't know. Nobody, nobody asked me for my I was going to say, how much Yo, it, 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 is, it, is the, it is the Big Apple Award for Best Game of the Year. This didn't go by me. And hmm. All these things. I, oh, I, told, I told Eric I Adams, the stuff's got to go by me first. They just you are complicit, you? Like, though. Psychonauts 2 also won the Statue of Liberty Award for Best World. What does that mean? No, no. First off, that's Are they going to make a, a for Statue best of Liberty-sized yeah. Well, no, I mean, the Statue of Liberty, what is it? Just the Statue of Liberty decided, hey, you know what? I think I want to give the award <laughs> to this person. She she lowered her torch down and pointed at Psychonauts 2. Oh, this, is, this is maybe my favorite one. There's a lot of wacky titles here. There's oh, Ten what? Pa- so they, oh, Ten Pan is... Alley Award for Best Music in a Game, Sable. Okay. You know, please break these down so I don't my brain doesn't explode. How are these? Well, what's, these what's, are all these are all places in New York. I've never seen this before in my entire life. This is crazy. Central Park Children's Zoo Award for Best Kids Game: Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. <laughs> That's hysterical. They <laughs> the animal. Oh, uh, don't, dude. No, hang on. This is the this is the best one. I'm sorry. I know I said that before, but this is definitely it. Coney Island Dreamland Award for Best AR slash VR Game is Resident <laughs> Four Evil Four VR. <laughs> <laughs> See, but that's a that's an award worth winning right there, the Coney Island Dreamland Award. You think you're gonna put the, that in the box? What about the Andrew Yang Legend Award recipient? That's Andrew yeah, Yoon. Oh, oh, not <laughs> I have no idea who Andrew Yoon is, but he's not Yang. I don't know who that is. Either. So, if you play each of these winners in their respective New York location, do you is unlock like some prize? sort of secret? Yeah. yeah. Freedom Tower Award for best. It's like when you beat a Pokemon. What? That was also Resident Evil Four VR. Yeah. <laughs> That's not real. Why have I never heard of this? I didn't know we had a Game Awards. I didn't know either. I just I, I just saw it. Get away uh, with it. I just saw it, and it, because of Psychonauts Two, I thought, oh hey, that's cool. That'll be fun to talk about. I didn't. Why I did, did, not why see did Resident Evil win half the award? Well, I don't know. No, I only won like three. That was two hey, different resonances. So good, good job, Psychonauts 2. You get the key to the city. I cannot believe Freedom Tower Award for best remake. Right? Is like a this category. A pretty good one. 
That's that is amazing. Hysterical. Uh, there was a recent interview with the FromSoft brain man, Hidetaki Miyazaki, uh, and he rediscovered his love of creating poison swamps in Elden Ring. And no. there's just there's there's this <laughs> this quote that is just I love so, this quote so funny. I got to read the whole thing. In terms of how the player feels when they encounter this area, that is a different story, says Miyazaki. But when making the game, I rediscovered my love for making poison swamps. I know how people feel about them, but you know, suddenly I realize I'm in the middle of making one. And I just can't my help. I just can't help myself. It just happens. <laughs> <laughs> Compulsive. It's just the fuck's his problem. Everything just ends up being a poison swamp. I, will, I, will I like it. the. I love the idea that he's. They're working on some kind of area, and the more creative juice he puts into it, the more, more, more it becomes, it becomes a, poison a poison swamp. swamp. The more it gets it's poisoned, like it turns everything into crabs. Is the exactly. It turns everything into swamp. I love it, dude. Um, and uh, I, I, yeah, I, I, so, I love just the brash honesty too. Like this guy is not. You know, like obviously he's trying to sell his game, but like he's not afraid to like just be like, yeah, you know, I just it just happens. I know, I know, I do this every game, but you know, it's there's gonna be one in this game too. So it's gonna be called the Scarlet Rot. Scarlet Rot. <laughs> Which is I have a hot creative. take about. Well, actually, the, the Scarlet Rot is a name of an affliction that is right. like poison, not the name. That's of the what I mean. Like it's like the poison and toxic. Oh yeah, yeah. You're in the Scarlet Poison Swamps. I love poison swamps. I'm not like all these other uh, weak-willed children who are afraid of a little. Uh, I'm not. I don't hate the poison swamps. It's just it's it's just funny as a trope of like his games that there's always a big annoying poison swamp. It tempers you. The poison tempers you. It either breaks you or tempers you. Everyone should know that it breaks some of them, right, John? It John breaks some even, people. Don't ask John about that. He's never played Dark Souls game. Exactly. Oh, no, they say what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, you but poison, if it doesn't kill you, just makes you really oh. weak. Oh my good. It weakens you. So the, exactly. this Jason Schreier tweet, I think, kind of summarizes this next story, but uh, there are some notable announcements of NFTs in the video game industry, and then uh, de- developers hilariously having to kind of like backpedal. You know, backpedal, yeah, tail between their legs. Um, Team 17 announced and then quickly ended a MetaWorms NFT project for the Worms universe. Uh, the Stalker Two team has what does decided that even to cancel. Mean? How do you make and, wor- how do you make NFTs out of worms? Oh, you didn't hear about this? Yeah, that was a thing for like a day or two. <laughs> um, Stalker Two think- has walked back, and they're no longer going to have NFTs in their games. Uh, and then Schreier also tweeted that three months after saying NFTs are the future of the industry, EEA CEO Andrew Wilson just said on an earnings call. That they're not something that currently is that they're not something the company is currently driving on. Mm. Mm. So NFTs seem to be crashing and burning, at least in the video game. Public sector, perception. I, I hope, at least. A crazy fad. And it looks like uh, Konami has not backpedaled. <laughs> they're front pedaling. Yeah. yeah, back. Uh, Konami actually uh, thought this is the greatest thing because you know it's Konami, and they make uh, lovely decisions. They make excellent decisions constantly. Naturally, to, to be fair, they, uh, they're excited. Fair, I'm not saying it's it's any worse, any better or worse, but like maybe NFTs are going to sell easier in Japanese or in Japan, like to an audience who like 
already buys pachinko and shit. I don't, or, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know if the Japanese people I are. I don't think NFT I think NFTs are just the whole oh. scam oh, yeah. all around. Obviously, I'm I, just I really saying, don't like, think I don't know I if mean, like, public perception in Japan like, is the same as it is I don't in, think, in America towards NFTs. Yeah, I think a, it is. I would assume it's receptive is. since they buy all yeah. sorts of collective shit. I guess we'll see. That's one thing that was notable. I mean, I don't know if it's notable or not, but the other three companies we talked about were uh um Western, I think. All three. Yeah. Troy, I think, is from here in the West. <laughs> yeah. All right. Then, uh, last story of the evening. Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. No, no, no. Announced in 2020, the next game from Warner Brothers Rocksteady Studios has been delayed to 2023. Oh, I thought that was the story of the suicide kill. The okay, no. <laughs> um, or Justice League. They showed. Didn't they show gameplay of this game day. off? Uh, something recently. They showed off. Uh, or like, like very yeah, very small. DC. You might be DC convention maybe, or whatever. But, uh, I also in the same um, statement where Suicide Squad was quietly delayed. Um, they did. Reaffirm that Harry Potter, Hogwarts Legacy, and Gotham Knights is coming out this year. Oh, oh yeah. I okay. really want the Harry Potter game. To is cool. Gotham Knights the one where be. you play as uh, Robin and Batgirl? Yeah. Ah, oh, dude, I'm excited for that. Yeah, that one. Looks I mean, cool. the Harry Potter game has a lot of potential. We've, we've talked about it many times, but the setting being like where where it's at in the Harry Potter universe, where you, they can kind of do whatever and they're not beholden to like canon shit, whatever. Could be really conducive to a good open world fun little charming experience, but the team behind it has a trail of shit in their wake, <laughs> if I'm to understand. Right. Uh, so they did show gameplay of this game, but it's quote-unquote gameplay. It's like, this is in-game, and this is what you'll be doing, but like we have our own fancy camera angles on stuff, and... Uh. And that's probably not uh, how it's going to look when it comes out. Uh, I mean, I could see how this could look representative of, like, here are some of the animations for attacks you can yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, here's a finisher. Yeah, here's, like, your, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. Um, That's crazy. Till 2023, huh? They're just not even giving it to this year. Yeah. Huh. I wonder, wh- I wonder why. It might just be further along than Gotham Knights and Harry Potter, and maybe they're just... Diverting resources to finish it. Well, I don't know. I don't because never mind because Rocksteady's not making all those games. I don't think they're making Harry Potter. They're making Gotham Knights, uh, right? Heck, the power of Juju's making Harry Potter, right? <laughs> I love that you, if yeah, you go and look up the Wikipedia article for that developer. I love that you picked Tack and the Power of Juju <laughs> when they made so many games. I think that's their most famous one, right? <laughs> go look up the developer at some point. You'll, what is you'll it, see Avalanche some other titles in there. What's the uh developer? I think it's Avalanche, yeah. Avalanche Software. I'm pretty sure that's like their that's like the, the most highest profile thing that I I tack their claim to fame. Yeah. Um what about <laughs> what about Cars 3 driven to win or that's Disney? They they have other games. They have... Disney Infinity 2.0 or Disney Infinity or Cars 2, Toy Story 3. Bullet oh yeah, they, they did Disney Infinity. This is this is why 
I guess it's not fair to call this a uh, real shit list in their way. Tell me, Tack doesn't stick yeah. out the best game they made in there. Oh, they made like, Mortal Kombat? Uh, Tack and the no, Power No, they made Mortal Kombat. No, they made... No, uh, no, 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 no. Mythology Sub-Zero, Sub which was a side-scroller, <laughs> like, beat-em-up. Yeah. It was awful. The FMV one. All the just But they made games, Ultimate right? Mortal Kombat 3. Which was a remake, or, like, you know, like, Super Street Fighter. They probably just had it, like, ported, or, you know, whatever, just, uh... Yo, they made Off-Road Challenge, and you guys are shitting on them? Contract I mean, the it Mad, out to the them. Max they game. made 25 the Max to life. They made Rampage 2 game? Universal Tour. They made... I think I'm not looking at the same list. Yeah, they made some games. Rampage games. You're looking at Avalanche Software's video? Because I don't... I'm Avalanche, not Stu Avalanche Studios. It's no, Avalanche, Avalanche Studios. Avalanche Studios is a much... Well, I think it's a more well-known studio. It's the Avalanche Software. Oh, that's uh, different. See, that I'm yo, saying, they like... 25 to life. They made 25 to life, John. They did, they did. I, I'm just, you know, they made they made over 20 games here, and I'm just saying, I think Tech and the Power of Juju is probably their highest rated one. They made DBZ Sagas. I fucking, I typed about it already. <laughs> that game is actual Dude, dog love... shit. <laughs> so slow and delayed Tech the controls the are, Juju you wouldn't believe it. great game. Together, me and Progressive my brother, we couldn't be ratted. That's impossible. How? Raditz is the, uh, He's the most powerful saying. Yeah. The better brother. IGN gave uh, Off-Road Challenge a 2.5 out of 10, criticizing the graphics as dated with most objects having blurry sprites, the textures being muddy, and the frame rates being low. The what? presentation is saying that the menus Didn't that they were directly ported God from of War arc 7? arcades oh, they, slowed down. They made the only sports game I ever really liked. NFL Cars Blitz 2. 2000. No, NFL Blitz 2000 for the Dreamcast. I played a lot of this. What are you, who are you talking about, Vito? You That's know, I not feel like that. you are not looking. Avalanche <laughs> software. We're not dude. on the right thing. Look, I, I thought that was them. I'm, I googled it. Avalanche software. They made no cool <laughs> games. Oh, they, they did tack, tack in the power of juju. They attacked oh the power. Oh my of juju. god, <laughs> Vito. They did you, mostly Disney games. Uh, I will say that NFL Blitz 2000 has Avalanche software. Hey, I'm just saying Disney Infinity 3.0 got maybe they published it or something, but they didn't develop it. Uh, oh look, they're making Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, Bolt got a 50 out of 10 or a 5 out of 10. <laughs> 50 out of 10. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty sick. Little, Yo, that's Cars pretty 2 got a 74. On the PlayStation Three, I, and you know, I'm not trying to hit them too hard, you know, but maybe, maybe they, you know, rearranged. Maybe they got bought out. Maybe, maybe people got shifted around, and they said, "We're you're doing this, and we're gonna make it yeah, good." Are we, are we really excited about this Hogwarts game? Or? I think it could yeah, be cool. Misguided. Tentatively, I think I think that it had. I mean, a game set in the Harry Potter universe. I mean, made by, you know, like a studio. We were just saying, even like someone like Rocksteady or someone, whatever. I don't know anyone with like a. Competency, yeah, it could be amazing. I think the the, the universe and the uh, the setting is there to to make a really cool world. You have a lot of yeah. stuff to work with. But now attacking the power and juju, it's literally do it? no, a wizarding I, I, world. I don't, I don't have as much faith. Dude, we need a new, we need a new attack. Attack three. Hell, attack is yeah, back, attack, baby. Attack. Shane Satterfield of extended they already had attack the three. PlayStation Two version, rating a two out of five, and rather the game's characters. All control exactly the same and have the same abilities. And that's not saying much because they do very little. Despite the fact there are just three moves to perform, 
The jumping mechanism is difficult to come to grips with, and a plethora of invisible come walls to grips with the makes navigating the environment a chore. <laughs> simple mini games will please the young ones, and they give the game a sense of variety that they're far too simple for parents to appreciate. Oh this look, they, they made the only sports game I ever liked: You're NCAA sweaty, college football two K three. All right. Well, I don't want to beat up on Avalanche software too much. Like I said, you know, it's been a while since they did a game. It's been years. It'll be a new new group of fellas, new group of uh, workers. Hopefully, they retain the core team from Cars Three, driven to win. You know, yeah, and tag the that power core. Too. I was kind of hoping for the NCAA College Football Two K Three guy. Yeah, it is the only sports game I've ever liked. So. <laughs> Uh, oh man, Rugrats the movie? That was a banger. Alright, stop going through the fucking games. They all suck, Andy. Just admit it and get over well, it. Tack is their greatest game until Harry Potter comes out. I guess we all have some homework then... for next week. Everybody's going to pick one game on the list and report back. Vito's going to pick an Avalanche Studios Vito's already got a game. <laughs> I got so many games. People are signing and, uh, me games left and right. I don't have enough time. And hey, you know what? We'll make our own Harry Potter. That's that's yeah, the fuck point. it. We'll make our own Sweet. Harry Potter. I hope everybody's enjoyed us. I've enjoyed having all my friends around. It's been a good episode. Did you ever welcome the audience to the podcast? I know I know you welcomed us a couple nah, times. Nah, he's just talking to us the whole time. Oh, oh okay. well, rude. listeners. You're a real selfish um, son of a bitch. You know that. Welcome. I hope you enjoy. Thank you. Good evening. Good night. Good night, everybody. Uh, and good night. And good night to our listeners as well. Yeah, good night, listeners. Ah, fuck. I forgot about them. <laughs> <laughs>